The RAD podcast is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the last art of podcasting. I feel like I should say something smart. I wedged it loose with my ass. I said, look at this motherfucker! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. Give me your shoe! If the stars had the sound, it would sound like this. Welcome to this week's edition of the RAD podcast, Random Ass Discussion, where anything's a topic and nothing is taboo. Uh, joining us me this week, we have the full squad. We have Darren. Yo. Alan. Hello. Xander. Uh-huh. And the lost one, Adam. Hello. How are you guys doing? How's your week been? Fucking peachy. I have left the garage. <laughs> <laughs> the potential for mushroom clouds in Blackpool has reduced chronically. And instead, it's going to be a infestation of uh, diarrhea and sickness because I'm now cooking. Oh fuck! Uh, I'm second chef at uh, the garage. At uh, the garage uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> at the bar. I'm working at. He's getting withdrawal symptoms. I mean, he'll be back at the garage at the end of the year. I can see it coming. Fuck off! <laughs> he loved it, really. I would prefer to lick Daz's balls after being in balls deep in uh, horse manure. How do you know what I do in my private time? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking big brother, baby. <laughs> Speaking of which, Darren sounds like he's had an interesting week. Go ahead. Uh, well, much better, yeah. Feeling much better than I was. So I'm feeling better now. Uh, being in hospital. Let's find out what's wrong with me and all that. Was it like a brain? No, yeah, they didn't uh, find it. Jaw ache. Jaw ache. Technical term. He's from Blackpool, and he has jaw ache. Hmm. <laughs> and he doesn't live that far away from Central Drive. Hope you're making it away for free, you know. So I hope you was charging a fair bit, Darren. Come on. I was. I need someone to pay for this podcast. Well, that's what I'm doing it for. Oh, for the cause. Oh, uh, you should sell. Like that girl is. She's selling uh, virginity for two million. Let's sell someone's uh, ass virginity for two million. Right, Zandy, you're up. To go up for it. Daz, Daz, we all know you're the South Pier £5 special. Yeah, yeah so that, that, that means virginity, though, is it? Yeah, so that, that, that makes that's, that makes that <laughs> so that makes Darren, yeah that that makes Darren's offer another void. You probably get fifty p in a packet of sherbet, maybe. I know that won't do us for long. No, you know the podcasting fees are a lot higher than that. So <laughs> anyway, 
Jose, how's your week been? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, you know, very, fairly quiet where you where you live, I suppose, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it's fairly quiet. Top of a fucking mountain. No, I'm bottom of one. <laughs> oh, bottom of a mountain then. Fair enough. So you just get flooded. You, it's all it's all a downside, isn't it? You get shit into that. It's too quiet, and then you get flooded. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but then when it's nice weather, I get no clouds. Nah, that's a fair point. Saying so, you know, that, this weekend was a bit all right, wasn't it? It was. I just hope, obviously, we're doing something this weekend. It's going to be an absolute fucking washout. Had two nice days, and then it's rained. Yeah. Uh, we had we had four. We, we were good. We had four. Mm. I might actually, it's, I, uh, I managed to get the... Sorry, go on, mate, go on. Uh, yeah, but the, uh, um, what was it, the long-distance uh, forecast says uh, uh, heat wave over the Easter holidays. Fantastic. Can it start oh, now? No. i tell you what. When the sun came out, everyone was nice at work, and then it pissed it down. And everyone was a cunt. everyone's a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Just so it's amazing how much the weather can lift people. Oh, true fact. It is weird. Um, it was just, it's just, even now, I decided the other day, uh, what was it, Tuesday, Tuesday morning, no, Monday morning, I looked at the way, wow, it's really nice out there. So I went out on the bike, went all the way down uh, to where uh, the Trough of Boland, where if you're not from the northwest, it's just outside uh, Preston. It's, it's it's the bottom of the Pennines. It's, it's really nice around there. So I went out on the bike around there, had a great time, stopped up, had a coffee with uh, uh, some old people who were out uh, on their motorbikes as well, two old guys. Uh, yeah, it was beautiful. Then I had to go to work after it. Fantastic. What about you, Coxie? How's your, how's your um, escapade been this week? Uh, same old, same old, really. Did the mania pod. Did some writing today. Started my new job today. Mm. Oh yeah, that, yes, you, that's you back at the some sort of works, isn't it? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, we won't, we won't mention the actual full name, <laughs> just in case. But oh, that's just my phone. <laughs> Thinking, fuck you know, getting getting some surround sound going on here. Like I say, this is under the machine. Uh, Paul with his um, random car noises, and uh, you with some guy sitting there going. Aah. You no, don't want the intro for uh, Dragon Age Origins. Awesome. Oh, you just don't know want to know what's going on in the back of back in the background of Adams. <laughs> Slaughtering of pigs. <laughs> 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 That's why he uses Michael, um, uh, Michael time. And Baz uh, just has um, a row of bumboys lined up for, his, for their services on Central Drive. Which, which is why which, ready to go out. Which is why he had Lockjaw. Yeah. Well, no, not for himself. He just sits there. He, he kind of, he's like their pimp as such. <laughs> Pimps him out every night. Now you know like, who owns that orange shop. Flags. Out you go. Now you, a couple of groats. Now you know who owns that, that orange shop now, Adam. No. No. I'm fully committed to not allowed to uh, mention any of it. <laughs> oh, dear. Do you know what? This week, I've not actually done a lot this week. I've, you know, like I say, you had some, um, we had some nice weather over the week, so I spent, rather than going out and doing something nice, I went in the back garden and tidied it up and sorted the shed out. So no, no, you did something good this week. You bought the new Mass Effect Andromeda. 
Yes, I did. And that's a very nice segue, Alan. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> it's something I wanted to talk about this week. Um, my better half surprised me the other day. I would it out to the... Um, to the shop or oh, the park. I can't remember which one I was. I think it might have been the park. So, yeah, it was the park because my son decided it would be a good idea to jump off a lock and bite his tongue. So um, I had to rush home because he was pissing blood everywhere out of his tongue. So um, luckily it all healed up by the time we got home. So hunky-dory. But um, got home and found a bo- um, Mass Effect Andromeda sealed on the dining room table. I was like, oh. Found out that this is a ordered it out the catalogue, so Well that's a lie because she's after something. Yeah, probably just me to leave her alone for the next month. Oh <laughs> That's what is it. She's after something. So she's either eyed up tickets to go see someone or um she's found like a two hundred quid handbag that she's dying to get. <laughs> two hundred quid to spend who's when was last time I can't remember the last time I had two hundred pence. What two quid? Yeah, <laughs> really. Exactly. Since the last time I had two pounds, and that was now in my pocket. I think I've got about oh. eight quid in my pocket. It's all right for some, isn't it, you rich bastard? <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to spend this on the podcast? You um, already have spent on the podcast. Yeah, women all night, making money. But yeah, to be fair, to Alan, he has paid. He has he has paid to boost stuff on the podcast, so can't fault him on that. Uh, But going back to uh, Andromeda, I know I have it. I know Alan's got it. Um, I want it. Darren wants it. I know Xander wants it, but he's hanging fire. And I think Coxie couldn't give a flying fuck about it, (laughs) I believe. I've never played any of them. So, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Um, So what are your thoughts on what you've played so far, Morrison? So far, as I says, I think I've only done an hour on it so far. So, uh, it, it, for what I've played of it, um, it yeah, it's, it does feel like a Mass Effect game. Now, if any other people have played Mass Effect, you know you, you, you follow uh, Commander Shepard and his uh, little ragtag crew. Um, her. Her. Or her, yes. <laughs> uh, 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 Femme Shepard. And uh, you, t- you take on um, the... Uh, the galaxy's uh, enemies, everything from the Reapers to uh, pirates, and uh, you save the day, basically, as all games go. This so far, because I've not played any more of it, I have no idea where it's going, so uh, it's nice to able to uh, get something that feels like Mass Effect and, and, this, and the series beforehand, something brand new, something fresh, but it has that twist of of you know what's happened in the in the original Mass Effect because in the storyline it goes basically uh, was it two hundred thousand uh, um, people all 20, races, it's twenty thousand I believe twenty thousand twenty thousand people of all races all aliens all humans um, go exploring a the the Andromeda galaxy. That's right, because so they go and um, get my time back in. They go and explore the Andromeda Galaxy, which is two hundred million light years away. So um, it's been in cryostasis for six hundred years. About six hundred and twenty-three years. Just yeah. to um, just to put into perspective where it's set in the games, it's set 
before, I believe it's set before Mass Effect 1. No, it's set before Mass Effect 3. It's, uh, but they don't know about the Reapers, you, do they? So No, no, no. You know um, when you get blown up at the start of 2? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's set in that time period before you get reawakened. Ah, yes, that's right, because um, there's a little uh, news snippet. If you go into the Citadel, he goes... Um, do you fancy being an explorer? Would you like to start a new colony? Uh, fear not, we have uh, um, a thing for you, and it's, it's like a little tiny snippet saying that send them off to uh, another galaxy. Mm. So uh, it does get mentioned in Mass Effect Two, if I remember rightly, and expand. But uh, that's the only place they could put it because at the end of Three, mind all the relays explode. This is true. So they would never get out of the galaxy. <laughs> Again, this is true. But what is slightly wrong when it comes to... Oh, Alan's actually dropped out again, but it is slightly wrong when it comes to the storyline about the Ark. But the... it is about the people going from the Milky Way to Andromeda, where it's not just one Ark. Because there's a human Ark, a Salarian Ark, a Krogan Ark, and an Asari Ark. All with 20,000 on. And you lose contact with the other three. So I'm part of the storyline. I'm not up to this, but yeah, he's finding out where the other three are and what's happened to them. So I'm looking looking forward to it. So I've played slightly further than Alan. um, Oh, hello. Sorry. Hello. It's okay. Uh, there are the odd graphical issue, which Alan will attest to. But storyline-wise, I don't think it really affects it. I mean, you still get your Mass Effect story. It's very deep. It's very detailed. Um, and you do genuinely feel like there's a bit like... When you get there, it's like, oh, shit, shit's hit the fan. And there's a lot of serious feel, feeling of desperation, isn't there, Alan? Yeah, yeah. Massive Sorry, amount. My, my internet cut off for some reason. It's okay. Yeah, yeah it, it is pretty much like... The only way I could describe it is um, Star Wars, New Hope, when Han Solo, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi... I think he's gone again. ...and uh, oh. Luke Skywalker make the jump from uh, Tatooine to Alderaan and basically... Land in the middle of an asteroid field where Old Ram was. Uh, so it was basically they just jumped, woke up, went, oh shit, everything's gone to fuck. <laughs> but on an even bigger scale. Style. It, it, it is good. Yeah, it, it is good. And uh, I quite like also the uh, fact that they added the N7 series into it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a bit of continuity then, though, isn't it? You know, you need someone who was sort of familiar but different as well, which is what I can say about the whole game itself, especially the gameplay, because it's the same but different, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's got all the, the stuff you recognise, so you've got all the aliens you know, the Isari, Turians, uh, Krogan, and I can't remember the, the hyperactive uh, critters called. Salarian. Salarians, that's it. And it, so, it, and you still got the the faction style there, where the Krogans hate the Salarians and the Turians. Turians are not trustworthy with the Asari, and everyone hates the humans. What you've also <laughs> got to remember, though, is when, obviously you put in the time frame of when they set off. These Krogan Krogans that are in Andromeda 
have not been cured of the general phage. So they are going to still hold a resentment, aren't they, for... Oh, come on. It was over, like, 2,000 years ago. <laughs> no one can hold a crutch that long. Yeah, we can. Trust me. <laughs> you can't take a great if you can't, you know, uh, have babies advance your species and someone stopped you from doing that. Of course... No, no, they didn't stop it. They reduced it down to one and a thousand. No, you just say to say lucky fucking bastards. <laughs> no, not, not really. At the same time, because basically they still get pregnant and they have stillborns, which you don't want to wish that on your worst enemy, to be honest. No, exactly. Um, it's mad. But see, at the same it, time, it is basically, God damn it, you can run around and shag anything and all that's good in the world. Yeah, pretty. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword, I suppose. Um, but yeah, obviously, with, with the gameplay mechanics as well, there's obviously a slight change with. They've added a bit of verti- vertical sort of play, haven't they? Because oh, you can now yeah. use jump and jet packs, and apparently you can um, combine powers using that as well. So you can actually jump in the air and fire on your way down and things like that. It's. So it sounds quite. I'm not actually. Obviously, I've not really played with it that much. At this moment in time, I'm not much further than Alan is, but yeah. the combat. I will combat, say it, this: is, I will be really, really, really disappointed if the guests don't turn up. I don't think they will. Or the Quarians. Quarians, they've written into it sort of where they had a malfunction and didn't set off, so you don't know if a they're coming later or b they've been caught up with what happened in Mass Effect Three. Yeah. And the DLC. Possibly. Well, I've not I, heard it announced. I am sure they are. Because that always good, because if you don't know who the Quarians are, basically Quarians get fucked over by... Uh, um, themselves. Uh, yeah, by themselves, by creating <laughs> these uh, non-essentient... Um, automanons, uh, basically robots to do their hard labour and all that. Basically and, the walking-talking um, toasters. Yeah, yeah, basically, but they gained a conscious and they questioned why were they around. And they've gone, oh shit, where's the uh, um, stop button, you know, self-destruct? And they fought against the quarians off the home world. The guests basically are now like a sentient being and lived on their own thing. Um, in the original Mass Effect series, you get a, yeah, a guest who basically didn't like how things were being done with the, the, the guests. And um, there's like a splinter group called the Legion, um, because they are many, and who basically basically just went, no, you know what, deal with it, we're not forced. Yeah, we're here to sort it all out because we're sick of, of uh, what's going on, and we want to make contact with organic life, and you know we want to have that connection sort of thing. So if the guests turn up and it's a splinter group, Saying like, yeah, we basically didn't like the idea of all that. We just basically come to uh, Andromeda to start a new, and that because that could be fun. That could work, you know. Six hundred years, a lot of shit happens in six hundred years. There's a possibility, obviously, if it's DLC that the Quarians are coming. Obviously, there's a lot of shit between the Quarians and the Geth, and there's things about the Quarians doing experiments on the Geth. So, yeah. and also, you don't know. also with the Quarians as well, um, to in, in their adolescence. They go off on a pilgrimage to find resources for for their people and all that jazz. So that'd be quite good if, like, you bumped into a lone quarry and you've travelled the expanse into another galaxy. Is that some fucking but, pilgrimage, that? 
Yeah, and, and that you know, that could be it as well. Come on, everyone, whoever's played Mass Effect, everyone wants to know what Quarian looks like underneath their armour. Well, supposedly <laughs> we saw one. <laughs> but, no, um... you no, you don't. You see Tally taking a helmet off uh, when they settle on a brand new world and turns around and looks at Shepard. You don't see anything. You can see the You never, of You never romanced uh, Tally, did you? Oh, oh, I, I was going to say, what if what if you've got Tally fully romanced through one, two, and three, and you're able to get a full truce between the the Quarians and the Geth? No, yeah. nothing. No, you get a picture. You get a picture for it. You get a picture. You get a picture in yeah. a picture frame inside of your bed, yeah, which you, you can look at. She, she just looks human with a few lines on her face. Then what? Why have they got the uh, thingy on then? Because they need it to breathe. No, they don't need to breathe. Basically, um, because of their home world uh, was was quite, quite fragile, and, uh, they came into space and basically, because the uh, space it so long on their like fleet, um, the, their immunity systems drops. Uh, so every time they visit other worlds, um, they're not used to the whole, uh, you know. Other germs and all that, so it's it makes sense because it's all it's all war of the worlds. Basically, if they get a cold, it could kill them. No, 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 basically it's true. Take take a look in the chat. Oh, we've got something in the chats. Oh, that's what the Quarians look like under their armor. Oh, she looks hot. Yeah, that's the picture, the exact picture that you get. Yeah. Fair enough. That's not too bad. I've never seen that. So now you know. That's what happens when you max over the night. Uh, so, um, but yeah, the whole quarry and suit thing is actually a, a scientific uh, proof to it. So there you go. It is, um, apparently, if you do live in space for long periods of time, uh, your immune system does drop. Supposedly. So, no, it's true. Because you're not there constantly with bacteria. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Yeah, because your your immune system's not constantly fighting shit off. Yeah, exactly. You're you're the area you're living on, like a space station. Um, it's clear. It's clean. Everything's clean. Everything's germ free, and all that. This is true. That's why they wear their suits and that. Yeah, fair play. So back to the day. Yeah, it's just to wrap up on the Mass Effect thing. Then, what do you think overall, Alan? And what are you hoping for? I'm hoping for a really good carrying on a really good storyline, and it doesn't end in like a dire moment like Mass Effect 3 but this is a whole new development team as well yeah it is it's a subsidiary isn't it it's based in Montreal so it's slightly different minds it's like the same pro- same project different ideas so could be interesting um, I'm enjoying it so far I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it when it gets you know, when you get all the game mechanics become available to me mm. so yeah I'm looking forward to it the online mode and the online mode, yeah. It is supposed to be superb. It's yep. basically, that's the only reason everyone ended up playing Mass Effect 3. Fuck the storyline, the online mode was brilliant. It's I a good, know. basic haul. I'm with Xander. I wasn't actually that arse about the I, multiplayer. I really enjoyed it, but the single player was where my heart was. Ditto. Hmm. I enjoyed the multiplayer when I was with people I knew I could work with a team. So... Yeah. <coughs> Don't get me wrong, um... I also have like uh, three other mates 
uh, who we actually team up and will wipe anything in the first in the Mass Effect Three uh, multiplayer mode. We we we, we platinum it all the time, and uh, now we've become really good friends. One of them's now becoming matchy, uh, my godfather to my uh, youngest child. So uh, it's it's all good. I enjoy it. Good. Well, I'm looking forward to playing it eventually. Anyway, so yeah, overall, I think great game. Go out and buy it. Um, uh, don't go by what the reviews are saying about the graphic graphics. Make your own opinion up. Oh, I mean, come on, graphics are just graphics. Are yeah, come on. End of the day, it's all about what, you know the experience that you get. Um, but yeah, we'll move on anyway. Um, Coxie, I believe you've got a, a, um, a topic that you found this afternoon. I think it was yesterday. Or was it yesterday? It was at some point you found it. Yeah, it was. Um, it popped up on Lad Bible. Hey, that good old Lad Bible. And it said uh, the 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 headline came up as three teen burglars shot dead by homeowner's son in Oklahoma. As you do. And <laughs> it's um, it says this the three teens were shot dead in broad daylight trying to break into a house. The suspected burglars who dressed in black, wearing masks, gloves and carrying knives were killed with a rifle. Hmm, they weren't going to war, to war was it then? Fucking hell. An it's AR-15, wasn't it? No idea what it, what they used, but... Um, it's basically saying that they, the, the person who shot them could be getting sent down. Hmm. I don't agree with that. They shouldn't be getting sent down. Um, end of the day, you don't know what 100% what their intentions were, especially with the arms are the fucking teeth. You shoot first and ask questions later, surely. Well, this is still looking into it. Like they're, they're saying the preliminary investigation looks like it's self-defense, but they're saying it's too early to be able to tell. Like, what you got to think of is they're on the, they were on his property, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had fucking knives on them. So the rule states in America the Second Amendment's the right to bear arms and uh, the right to defend their property. Yeah, so I would hope it gets scot free with that. Um, doesn't doesn't matter what you use. It's same in the UK. It's such a taboo subject in the UK. Uh, one that sticks out was the uh, farmer who was uh, shot a uh, 15-year-old with a shotgun. Yes. Because he got broke, he broke, it, he broke it into the house and he got sent down for it. Now, everyone says no. He has the right to defend his property. At the end of the day, they're encroaching on his land or house, uh, from the uh, guys over in Oklahoma. Um, he has the right to defend what he uh, what he owns. They're coming in intent to steal, right? So one, they're breaking the law. End yeah. And it's trespassing to begin with, even so if they didn't break it's trespassing didn't... onto someone else's property. Even if you didn't steal anything, it's still trespassing. Three, it's also classed as uh, endangering um, homeowners or people living in that residence. Right? So oh. technically the guy uh, well the, the person in question who was uh, been arrested should not be arrested yes he should once again it's one of those should he have killed them or should he have maimed them it depends though obviously you know if the person's like for example we don't know the whole situation do we in, in coxie's case anyway we've got the two was it two people coxie uh three 
Three people. Shit, he went full auto. Or did he kill just the one or all of them? He killed three, but there was there was a, a fourth person who was a getaway driver who turned himself in. Ah, I see. So he's killed three of them. But the thing is, though, you don't know. He, they, he, at the time, he's got three people there with they were armed with knives. Yeah. Um, you don't know what they, well. Obviously, they, you don't carry a knife into somebody else's property without the intention of potentially using it. Was it in his house? Oh, I can't. They broke, they broke in through the back door, apparently shattering glass or something. Well, yeah, then they deserve whatever they fucking got. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Xander on that one. I'm not being funny, especially if you're defending a family. You've got your child or children in upstairs in the house. You're not going to let them. You're not going to go. Oh, excuse me. What are you doing in my house? I see you have fucking knives on there on you. What do you intend to do with those knives? So the question is, right? Because. It's if the getaway driver's outside, he's not allowed to see anything. The homeowner sat there, assault rifles in his, in his hand because that's what an AR is. It's an AR fifteen. It's a uh, assault rifle, right? This these three guys stood there with knives. What happens to say one of them went for him? This is it, right? If one of them went for him and it cuts, it deals out that the guy went for him, he shot him down. The other two kind of loses it and went for him again because, you know, just watched his men get shot. They shoot him down. Also, the question is, were they on drugs? Were they high as a kite? We're going to run around like headless. I personally don't think it fucking matters whether they're on any substance or whatever. No, 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 no. I'm I'm trying to get into the the mental state of this. You've got to think of it. If those guys were completely off their tits breaking in, right, because nine times out of ten, most burglaries, no matter what country, it's always drug-related. They're going in, but, uh, into the house, take what they need, sell it off, get the drugs. Right. Yeah, but in that split second, if they, for example, they come in through the door and he's, he's there with the assault rifle, he's not going to think to himself, fuck that, are they on weed or are they on whatever? Fuck no, that, not... you'd be shooting them and asking questions later. That's not, no, that's... I'm not I'm not asked about that. I'm saying the mentality of these guys uh, are breaking in, are they on drugs, they're going to attack, you know, they're coming at me. Of course, you're going to open fire, but you've got to think of their mental state to do it in the first place. If I come on, come on, if, if, if you, say us, us for now, go and rob a house. We're not going to rob a house, disclaimer. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we, we come running in. Guy sits there and he's got a fucking 12 gauge shotgun pointing at us. I'm going to go, shit, drop knife, I'm out of here. That's the problem with what's going on with the home invasions and that in America, though. The, mm. Some people are using it as a career. It's they're not off their tits or anything, you know. They're literally breaking into people's houses to get what they want, you know. Stupid. So they might not have been on anything. This might have been essentially their day job. Mm-hmm. And you hate also remember an AR-15 is not an automatic assault rifle. It's single shot. You're not allowed to own automatic weapons in America without special licenses. Yeah, I, I've heard that. No, you can That'd own, be an M16 you would think of, an, or an AR15 auto. You can uh, own uh, a sort of well, a um, automatic rifle if you so dare to, unless you live in California and such states where they have actually banned them. Like, yeah, the, that's what I said. But you need a special license to own it. But in any case, they broke into the dude's home. They got what was coming to them, mm. whether yeah. they're off their tit or not. Yeah, you're not, like I say, you've got to put yourself in the shoes of the guy that had the gun. 
You're not yeah, going to think... End of the day, you've got to think about this, right? He shouldn't be sent down no matter what. The guilt that he's just killed three people. Or... Unless he's an ex-squaddy. Or, <laughs> or you think he's... It depends okay. if he feels guilty about killing people that broke into his house. Mm. Was there a family in the house at Coxie? Uh, let's have a look. Always prepared on the RAD podcast, as you can tell. <laughs> I'm just reading through the article. It's, 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 all it says is... Real it's, Mickey uh, Mouse organisation, they say. Of course. <laughs> you would get this on uh, the uh, last podcast, you see. You fucking would. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, <laughs> it basically says... It basically says the guy who shot him was at home asleep, but he was... He would, the noises of like, them trying to break in woke him up. But it says, like, the homeowner's son, so whether the homeowner wasn't there or not, it doesn't say. Mm. Not. So I don't know, if it, obviously if there was a family upstairs and it was his family, it was like his son or daughter or whatever, I, you couldn't, you can't not feel, you can't feel guilty over that. Cause you, the, you, the person who's handed himself in the getaway driver, she's been charged with three counts of first-degree murder and three counts of first-degree burglary. Oh... That's all because their Oklahoma law states that a person suspected of committing a crime that results in a death can face murder charges, even if they didn't kill anyone. Well, you got to think about it. So, if she wasn't involved in the, got herself in that situation as the getaway driver, they may not have been in that situation to be killed. So, in a way, yeah, but it seems a bit harsh. It does, because she acted with them. Mm. Even though she turned like she wasn't actually one of the ones breaking in, she was still involved. So she's yeah, but she's there. Uh, it would be classed as uh, is it under in- intent to steal? She'll be put under sure. and aiding and abetting. Yeah, I'm thinking more of the latter term, Alan. Mm. But yeah, but... It, I, I would. I don't. I feel, I feel. I feel bad for the guy personally. I think he yeah. shouldn't should be anywhere near a police station. But apart I from think... me, that's what happened. Um, what was it? What was it? The, was it the ARA or whatever, the uh, NRA, National Rifle Association or whatever. Yeah. In, in over in America, I think they're doing a massive stand against it, saying no, it's in the Second Amendment, it should be dropped. I can see it happening. End of the day, like I say, to wrap up on this, they shouldn't have been on his property. End of the, you know, it, you're not going to think about it. if someone's attacking your property. And it potentially could attack the people that's inside the property. You're not going to think twice about putting them down. Think about it this way, Alice. Someone boots your door through now. You've got all your kids sleeping upstairs. What are you going to do? Jump the shit out of them. Exactly. You don't Currently think twice. I'm in my kitchen. I've got a baseball bat sat on the side. But here, there you go, mate. So you're not going to think twice about your actions, what you're going to do to these people, your only reaction, and it's instinct at the end of the day, is to stop the motherfuckers that are coming in that potentially could cause harm. That's... Do you know what I mean? So, like I say, this is only what the guy... So he's heard a noise, he's grabbed the gun so he could protect himself and his property or potentially his family, seen these people, seen them armed, and then probably shot them. You don't know what's happened between the point of him spotting them and him pulling the trigger, you know, is he's seen them and shot them, and that, that's all we know for now. 
Yeah. So until the details come out on it, we don't know. For all we know, he could have punched them. Well, if he's punched them, for example, and disabled them, that would be the end of it. If he then shot them, then that's murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's mm, true. Double tap them while they're on the floor. Yeah. Double tap them. <laughs> Just to make sure he's dead. <laughs> Big thing is, zombie land. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's never get the double tap. On bottom, where they uh, try and get the uh, burglar to put the rat poison, whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> pigeon pellets. Which one is it? It's the the yellow one. Yeah, it's the pigeon pellets. All yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, we'll move on anyway from robbers getting murdered. Has anyone else got a topic they want to talk about? I do. Go. And this is actually related to something we discussed on the podcast not so long ago. And to be honest, I looked at it, and the first thing that came to the head was Coxie. Oh. <laughs> um, now, if you did know, if you're watching over in America, or so forth and so forth... We got uh, listeners in America. Britain has uh, triggered... Triggered? Uh, no. Article 50. <laughs> now, that what did make me laugh. The laugh triggered. was... It basically, basically I, was, I, was, I was watching the BBC News, and I got it on, and I got it now, and it goes, uh, hard Brexit... Uh, Article 50 triggered. <laughs> Literally like that. And I just went, now, do this mean everyone's pissed off that we've got into this? Or does this mean <laughs> we've actually had to start this in the sense, you know, triggering a gun sort of thing? I'm just sat there going, who dumb fuck come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Could we say we have started Article 50? No, we've got to say triggered. Yeah, Article 50 has... Uh, been deployed or whatever, you know, something like that. If it, if it was, if it was, te- if it was like five, ten years ago, you would have, you would have had the daily, the daily fail or whatever, whatever it's called, or um, <laughs> the uh, that other one, that shit one. that what everyone wipes their ass with. What's it called? Um, the toilet paper. That's the one. <laughs> the toilet paper. We'll go with that. And if it was like about five, ten years ago, they would have said something like Theresa May signs off Article Fifty. Yeah. Because now triggered is the new N-word, it's like, oh, Theresa May has triggered Article 50. And everyone's going, oh no, it's triggered. I'm triggered. I'm triggered by it. And they're all having meltdowns and shit. And yeah. they're probably going to, like some teenagers somewhere going, I can't go on. And they'll be cutting themselves by Article 50. Yeah, the, a Ramona. I'm lit. <laughs> Oh. That was it. It was, just, it was just like going, oh my fucking God, can we not show something bit better than this? Fucking triggered. Eep. Dumbass came up with that. But yeah, anyway, so um, uh, Brexit has been officially announced. There's now no going back. Scotland have gone, I want out of here. No. <laughs> Northern the Ireland have kind of gone, they're contemplating it. Says, Can we rejoin back up with Ireland? Xander, on your marks. Get set. Hold on, I just got deafened. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Wales are sat there going, no, we'll do whatever England's doing. The fact, though, is it's basically the, the, all the articles and that have labelled it as, like, Theresa May triggers Article 50. makes me think it was probably written by, like, someone fresh out of the university with a yeah, journalism degree. Yeah, they handed, over the, they handed over the story and dabbed on the way out of the room. Yeah. Dabbed on the way out. Fucking dabbed. That's another thing that pisses me off. <laughs> the word dab, yeah. Oh, fuck the dab. But, yeah, it was, it was just... It was just that, and it, I, I burst out laughing, and the wife turned around and goes, what, what are you laughing at? It says triggered. 
that's not even funny. <laughs> so basically, I'd sit there for 10 minutes explaining why it's funny. <laughs> and she goes, no, that's just stupid. And I'm like, no, it's funny. <laughs> uh, do you know what? We'll segue onto that. What is the daftest thing that, the last daftest thing that has actually made you laugh and you don't know why? I can start if you want. Go on. I was watching um, The Walking Dead this past Monday. Now, I don't know if Xander's... Um, not caught up yet. Not <laughs> caught up yet. He's not really telling up the story, really. He's not really a spoiler. There's a bit where um, Negan you know, kills You're one of his own. Sorry? You'll die at the end. Oh, wait. Damn it, that's a spoiler. It's a dream. It's Rick's dream. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, anyway. He's in a coma. That would be the reason. He's still in the coma. Mm. But yeah, um, if that's the case, then why would we be seeing stuff that's not that Rick couldn't see? <laughs> there you go. But anyway, um, there's a point now where Negan has killed somebody, and he was called Dave. And right. the guy was trying to rape one of the prisoners. I won't say who it is for Xander's um, benefit. It was Jesus. It might have been Jesus. Um, I hope hope he beat him with a fucking bat. (laughs) But yeah, the guy was trying to rape this female prisoner and he said, obviously, it's against the rules. So he stabbed him through the neck and let him die on on the floor. Now, for some reason, he he was talking to this this girl and he referred to the guy, as I quote, as Rapey Davey. <laughs> I was absolutely pissing myself for like a good 10 15 minutes while my partner's lying in bed next to me trying to watch it. I was like, Will you fucking shut up? I'm trying to watch it. And I'm like, <laughs> Rapey Davy. So, so, why? And then obviously, when I stopped laughing about it, I thought back to myself, why the fucking fuck was I even laughing at that? <laughs> So, yeah. so I'm just wondering if there's anything like that that you lot of um, piss yourself laughing at for no apparent reason. There's a well, there's one today. Um, Nathaniel's finding everything funny at the moment, and uh, was I was doing some cocktail refresher courses today at work, and um, one of the door staff was there, and he turned round and he was mucking around with, with, with Nate, and he said beer. Now. Uh, Xander, uh, Rob, our door staff, he's actually from up at your neck, or neck of the woods. He's, he's an Aberdonian sheep shagger. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but he was saying beer to him. But you got, you got. In fact, Xander, say beer. Beer. I like that. Pretty much identical. And uh, he thought it was fucking hilarious. He was laughing the roof down. So, of course, he's laughing. I'm sorry, what the fuck's he laughing? Rob's laughing because he's saying beer. I'm laughing because Rob's laughing at Nate. Nate's laughing at Rob. Right? Manager comes in, see what's happening. She's in absolute piss and herself where, where everyone was just laughing for about 10, 15 minutes, just saying beer to Nate, and Nate was in full hysterics, giggling his head off. And it was just like, wow, over the simplest of word, you know, beer. It's like <laughs> funny. It's now, I can guarantee... I go into work on Saturday. Someone's going to say beer, and that's going to be in stitches for the rest of the day shift. <laughs> oh god! What about you, Coxie? Is anything like that for you, mate? Um, I've got a weird sense of humour, is it? Anyway, but it's nothing. 
the only thing really that I've sort of that's made me laugh is I was watching um, some, like a video series on YouTube, like funny CD, funny and weird CZW moments or IWA moments. Oh yeah. And one of them is cuts to a Clifford Tracy Smothers about to take on someone. He's there flexing, he just looks in the crowd. He's with, I got the strength of twenty babies on each arm. <laughs> the ring announced that the they're not the ring announced. The commentators both start pissing themselves, laughing, going twenty babies. <laughs> he's like, he's got the strength of twenty babies. He's like, <laughs> he just comes. Tracy Smothers is legendary. <laughs> and then someone all of a sudden cuts back in with twenty babies, and I was like, the fuck? But it, it just, I mean, I'm absolutely pissing myself laughing. <laughs> Fair, I think it's the context of that. I think I would have actually probably wet myself with you. If I'm brutally honest. Um, anything for you, Xander or Daz? There um, must be. Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> when we were sending each other dick pictures. Yeah. On Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it was all a cheer up look. <laughs> That's yeah. what was so brilliant about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know today. Oh, God. I don't know. It was just an inspired moment. I don't know why. I just thought, Dick Van Dyke, that'll be perfect. What, he's, we're talking about dick pictures, so I'll send Dick Van Dyke. Had to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be done. Right, you, and uh, Darren. Oh, uh, not much. I mean, I laugh at anything, me. <laughs> I'm always laughing at stuff. That's a fair point. Fair enough. Um, I'm just trying to think. I've just realised something. You're a homo. The, 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 you know, the might be, yeah. <laughs> no homo. No homo. No, I have, um, I have managed to purchase something that we have mentioned quite a couple of times on the podcast. Yeah, okay. Uh, not VIP, but I'm, no. really, I'm willing to get it when it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've just had a, a brainwave. I know it's not happened a lot for me, but it made me laugh the other week. Well, we were looking at uh, VIP and all that adverts, and one of the other adverts on YouTube came up. It was uh, Salty Bot. It was something to do with men grooming, and it's how they do their bit. Uh, the advert, oh, it's just so funny. It just, I mean, they're saying, uh, do you want to mangroom your beard and going on, we'll look after your balls for you. Just, I mean, it's dokes of days. And that's what I was going to say about. I've just remembered now. Hilarious. I think you've told me about this product. I can't remember how, you, I can't remember how the advert went, but I think I've seen it. No, yeah. there, there is another good advert, actually. It actually made me laugh. Yeah, another uh, good advert that made me laugh was the. Um, has anyone? It's, it's a new Halifax advert with Skeletor. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. It's not Halifax. It's uh, Money Supermarket. Money Supermarket. Money that's supermarket. it. Yeah, well, Halifax. Oh, Halifax. Why can't Halifax keep coming in my head? Thunderbirds. Uh, that, that, that made me laugh. At least pointed out to me the tattoo, and I was there just giggling to myself, like that's brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, we may have we may have a new guest coming on. Um, I just need to try and ha- include him in somehow. Uh, one second. Ah, yo, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Ah. We'll get paid till uh, tomorrow. Oh, hang on. There we go. Not bad. Sing us a song. Sound like you. 
You sound like you're, doing, uh, you're having a slim one out. We've got somebody just joining now, hopefully. Um, but anyway, as I was saying, I'm going to actually, I will hang fire with that until he arrives. We'll change slight tack uh, with something that Xander wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> this week was last weekend, a certain event happened. It was the first Grand Prix of the season. So, uh, so um, I want to know what. Well, first, I want to know what Xander thought of the um, races this year. The first one. Hello, hello, hello Lewis. Epic, but it was entirely predictable that there wasn't going to be a lot overtaken. Yeah, because of the, well, the width of the cars didn't help. Uh, just while while we're at it, welcome to the show, Lewis Ogden. Hello. Hello, we are just talking about the Formula One at the minute, so you've probably caught us at the worst time, but you've also caught us at just the right time as well. All will be revealed very shortly. Um, no homo. No homo, though. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed seeing the cars go full tilt. It was, enjoyed, it was enjoyable to see them taking that left-right chicane. At full tilt, and it, it was the, the change of direction was impressive, but the actual on track action of uh, uh, save one move between a Force India and McLaren and a. I can't remember what the other car was. Was it a Red Bull? A Renault. It was mental on the front straight, but other than that, it was pretty bland. That's the one. It was it was it was pretty dull, shall we say? So, um, but yeah, have you got what your what your thoughts of the um, Bob the action potentially going forward? It's it's hard to judge. I mean, Australia is such a niche track, anyway. Really, I quite enjoyed uh, There's never been a. No, it's a niche track. There's there's uh, there's not a lot overtaking on it. Normally, no, it's, it's very fast. Um, yeah, it's it's a very fast, very fluid, lovely flowing track. Yeah. But um, unless you're Michael Schumacher, overtakes are off hard. The side and go two hundred miles an hour backwards. Right. Oh yeah, and then break legs. Yeah, exactly. Um. It's it's never been one known for its great overtakes anyway. I mean, last year, was there something like 25 overtakes throughout the entire race last year, but this year there was like nine? Yeah, but they're all DRS-assisted, so how often can you say that's a true overtake? This is it. I mean, what I personally think we're going to have to wait until the next Grand Prix to actually fully see and understand what these new cars are actually going to be like in proper conditions. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, um, I... Don't know who's who with whose team at the moment. Um, I need to get back into, into the swing of things. But I still ho- hold hands down that I think Sergio Perez is one of the best overtaking uh, drivers out there at the moment. Yeah, I'm not going to dispute that. He's, he's up there. Um, he's yeah. just so entertaining to watch when he overtakes. Because <laughs> he goes, I, oh, he's overtaking, overtaking. Oh, he's got a bit aggressive there. <laughs> I, I always enjoy watching Hulkenberg as well. Mm. Yeah, he's a very underrated driver. But I'll tell you something, what do you think of Lance Stroll's start, Zander? Now, was that on purpose or was that a pure mistake? Honestly, mate, I, I, I don't think he's that good a driver. He's shit. He's too young. He's shit. I mean, when I saw the replay of that, when I saw the brakes lock up, 
and he's sliding towards the inside of the first corner, looking right at the side pod. Was it was it a salver? Yeah, that he was looking at. All I could just imagine him in his head was going, no, 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 no. <laughs> did you did you see uh, Julian Palmer? Because Julian started from the back of the grid. He fucking slowed down miles before the corner because he knew something was going to happen. And then on the exit of the corner, he fucking guns it right up to the rear gearbox of everyone else. <laughs> was that called smart? You know, that, that that was what he needed to do because there were so many unknowns on the grid. Well, this is it. It's no point going, but if you're starting in the pit lane, you know you're starting last. There's no point of going, right, I'll put my foot down as soon as I come out of the pit lane. Hello? Because um, you're not going to get anywhere. Can't hear anyone. Can you not hear me? Hello. 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 Yeah. Hello. Can everyone hear each other? Can't hear yeah. you. You're very yeah. rude. Cox is not here yet. You're at the water, mate. There we are. What, what about me? Call? Yeah, I can hear you. Say again. Yeah, the internet connection's being iffy. It's still recording anyway, so it's just going to require a you fucked up moment in there, that's all. Um, but yeah, well... Everyone wants to know, uh, Paul fucked up. Yeah, more than But uh, yeah, the internet's not great today. Uh, it's not. It's playing up very badly, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, we'll move on now from the F1. But overall, yeah, decent. It, yeah, it was all right to start. Nothing amazing, nothing great. Just got... If you if you not watched it, don't go back and watch it. Just watch from the Chinese Grand Prix. Well, unless you want to see all the veteran drivers spank the shit out of their rookie teammates. Oh, there's that as well. Yeah, all the all the, yeah the rookies got fucked over big time. But um, yeah, we'll move on. Um, I was um, Coxie pointed this out. Coxie, you there, mate? I'm here. Yeah, yeah good. We're all back. Um, Coxie pointed out that he saw, well, he saw something in Powerland. I mentioned it one day, and he said I have to try it and get it. Now Coxie's already seen this, and he knows exactly what I'm talking about. But I don't, can't remember if any of you guys have all seen it. What's that? A pregnancy test? Well, there's that. <laughs> you know, I was, no, I, I was holding back. But... Just on it, just so far. <laughs> well, and it'll be accurate from Powerland. <laughs> and, and then get worried when it says you you actually uh, are pregnant. Saying that, I was doing a bit of a clean up around the desk uh, yesterday, uh, all ready for the Mass Effect Andromeda because I've moved the TV. I've got that oh, yeah. a lot of TV on the corner and everything now. Um, uh, I come across the uh, my crap sack from Christmas. Yay! With, 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 uh, I still have a, a unused, unused. Um, a drink uh, breathalyzer. Breathalyzer. So um, nice. yes, yeah, cheers, cheers for reminding me for saying that. I just yes. thought I'd put that in. Just very briefly, while we're talking about Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, just very in a few words, um, Lewis. What do you think of it? I'm really enjoying it. Good. I think that'll do because that's pretty much the same consensus as me and Alan. Yeah. So we'll go with that. Uh, but anyway, Coxie, you know, I think Sydney. He knows what it is. Um, I saw a jar of the Lotus Biscoff Biscuit Spread. That stuff's well nice. I've never tried it. I've always been a bit scared. Of why would you want to smear biscuit on stuff? No, because it's the caramel flavour. Right, so... It's caramel with with, uh, with the uh, biscuit uh, crunched up in it. Mm. Well, I believe I've got the smooth one. It's the one with the red lid. So I don't know, but it, it's, it's also it's a combination of two features. It's, it's also a Poundland find. 
So, what I'm going to do, obviously I'm not going to beat around the bush, I'm going to crack on with it, I'm just going to open it up. Oh, that, oh, well, that I came through. It, I've got, well, this is another thing as well that I'm going to divulge. I've uh, Obviously, I've got a teaspoon here. I'm going to try it naked first, if, if you will. Well, um, turn it with no clothes on. That's well, well, you know. <laughs> well, just before that's my face, that is mate, the funniest thing you've of... said in ages. What's that, Lewis? I've got a couple of uh, Mr. Malt tasters. Good man. Topic of, uh, yes. Stuff. Yeah, you can try that then as soon as I finish this. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've, I've got to try it. Dad has got his brew. We've all got beverages and food. We love it. Um,. But I brought a few things. Uh, got a few things here. I've got a digestive biscuit to smear it on. I have um, a cream cracker, <laughs> and for some explicit reason, I don't know why, I have a rye vita. Oh, I thought you were going to say banana. When you said for some, for some explicit reason, I immediately thought what you were saying I'm going to smear it on a, on a banana. <laughs> See, I was a card. Smear on yourself. A playing card. Well, <laughs> you couldn't pull it on yourself. I was like, "What?" Well, I, I, unfortunately, I can't bend down that far. Otherwise, oh, it would be too. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been trying. <laughs> God loves a try. But yeah, I'm just going to open up. I'm going to open up the um, jar now. It's obviously I've taken the take, take, take a lot. I've just taken the film um, sealer. Um, I'm going to give it a quick sniff. Just smells like biscuit. Inoffensive. So. Um, Kind of biscuit though, just generic biscuit, really, sh- like burnt sugary biscuit, basically. Um, caramelized. There you go, caramelized. We're going for technical terms there on last start. Um, right, I'm gonna get got a little bit on the end of the teaspoon, so let's give it a try. It's got the same consistency as like peanut butter. Hmm. It's not something I would choose. Oh, I like it. I love the stuff. But it's inoffensive. Yeah, it's not too bad, that. Yeah, it's not too bad. I'm going to try it on a couple of things out very quickly. Like I say, first we'll try it on a digestive biscuit. So we've got biscuit on biscuit action here. Yeah. Oh. So, For some reason, I'm envisioning you doing like an Ashton's test. He's like, I'm just going to lick the end of the spoon. <laughs> Like the most tiny milk, like molecule of that spread. <laughs> if it was about eight-year-old, maybe, but we shall see. Right, I've, 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 I've covered half a digestive biscuit in this. No, we'll let's see fucking moans. <laughs> so we're finally going to put an extra layer on for Xander. There we go. When Paul was mentioning biscuit on biscuit action, I just got horrible flashbacks to sausage party. <laughs> <laughs> Right, there we go. Let's stop the RV in at the same time. I just sound like a, a moaning dog. Um, Come on, baby. Step it in. That's not too bad. Can't really taste anything on it because the biscuit cancels out the biscuit in a weird way. Um, Got any cheese? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I eat cheese. He's <laughs> <laughs> more, more, more chance of cutting the cheese than actually eating any. <laughs> cheese, 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 right, 
Cream cracker. What were you going to say? Cheese. Oh, was that it's it? A, Great there's a there, cheese Darren. bar opening up in London. There's a cheese bar. <laughs> yeah, a cheese bar opening up in London. That just sounds like a, a hospital department. <laughs> and some of the cheeses they have on offer is uh, goat's cheese sour. Uh, Dirty bastards. No, 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 no. This is true. I was watching last night um, Mystery Diners or whatever on the Food Network. It's amazing. And um, if you get like um, like Greek cheese or something like that, they pour vodka over it and light it. Yeah. So it melts. It melts the cheese, but you get the hit of the vodka. Fair enough. Sounds absolutely fucking amazing. It's alcoholic, so I don't care. (laughs) Cheese, sour, and blackberries. Now that oh. right, I've gone. I've now got the biscuit spread on um, a cream cracker. So let's give it a whirl. See, that actually tastes better than it does on the biscuit, which is weird. Maybe it's one of them that it's, it's better to have it on something. That's you know, a digested biscuit has some mm. some sort of like a sweet quality to it, so maybe it's more of a maybe it's more of like a savoury. <clears throat> yeah, possibly. Just the spread. Is if you had jam. Do you know what? Actually, would actually willing to admit that? Pro- oh, man, jam. Did you just say? No, just jam. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you first thought, so man, jam. This is Xander we're dealing with here. I have to double check everything. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what, what good jam it will go with. Bacon jam. Bacon jam? Oh, mate. Bacon jam is the way forward in life. That stuff I've is s- fantastic. I've seen that in the, I've seen that all the time in the shops, but I've never tried it. Yeah, Bacon have, jam. Sounds like a heart attack. Uh, I was uh, two, three years ago, I was in Edinburgh with the kids and the wife, and uh, we stopped off at this gourmet burger bar place thing. So they're looking through the menu, like your usual Aberdeen Angus burger, yeah, your steak Philly burger, all that jazz, bacon jam burger. And I went, I have got to try that. I tell you what, fucking amazing. It is, it is awesome. It is fantastic. It is well worth a try. Because <laughs> I, I was sat there going, no, I like my bacon. Everyone knows I like my bacon. Right? But some things you just don't do. Bacon and jam together. Uh, no, that's so, just wrong. No, no, no. So I'm there going a bit. All right, fair enough. I'm, I'm spending six quid on a burger here. Oh, it's not too much. I'll give it a bash. And six oh my quid god, for a burger's a fucking bargain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This burger joint's amazing. And this burger come out. You know, you had your burger, a couple of rashes of bacon. And a sausage on it and everything. It was all nicely presented. And a little tub at the side was this jam. Oh, get a chip, dunk it in. I tell you what, heaven, heaven, absolute freaking heaven. Now, where I work, we actually do a bacon mayonnaise. That stuff's fantastic as well. Bacon ace <laughs> is ace. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, it's- I've now got the biscuit spread, by the way, now on a Rivita, the last thing I've got. You so disgust, You disgust me. I'm going for the healthy option. Yeah. I'm going for the healthy option. There's no such thing as healthy. I'm putting biscuits spread on a Rivita. It really defeats the point, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Say that. I have just eaten three plums, so uh, (laughs) that's that's my healthy bit for the day. 
I'm saying nothing. There's all what sorts man? of jokes man there. Plums. <laughs> yeah, sure. Thunder, <laughs> fancy a bull. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now right. let's follow through. Right. <laughs> God, God, you're twisting my melons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Right, I'm putting right Vita in my mouth. Whoever that Swedish woman is. Do you know what? Weirdly, no, don't say it. Don't say it. I'm gonna have to. It's probably the nicest of all. Oh, you disgust me. Sorry, I'll just stick to cream crackers. Yeah. Yeah. That was alright, actually. I'm impressed with that. That's probably the nicest thing I've ever had on this podcast. Well, and you're not saying a lot. That's not saying a lot, though, Paul. No. Speaking of which, Lewis is now going to put himself through the same ordeal oh. I did. Right, I've gone <laughs> for two ends of the spectrum. Um, Paul, I would I say, I would say, save a can for Sunday. Um, I have um, a little request. Um, I'm doing a drinks test at Mania special uh, YouTube video. Now, I, I have uh, some moonshine. Oh, fuck. Uh, when I say moonshine, this is pretty much 80% rocket, uh, rocket fuel. So um, I'm doing a, uh, a special yeah, YouTube video. I don't think so. you're making it all the way through Mania. No, I don't. Oh, I will. Don't you worry. Moonshine. <laughs> Right, um, I've gone for two ends of the spectrum. Um, first one, I've decided to go with the original. Which is oh, the original one. Was it the one that you said that had the sort of like vanilla taste to it? That was the dark one. That was the dark one. Oh. It was the dark one. Oh no, that's oh no 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 no! I've got the dark. I've got the dark. Right, just a just a bit of a question before I jump into this, Paul. Yes. Is it like a non-alcoholic craft ale? No. No. Right, no. right okay. No. Thank God no. for that, because I fucking hate craft ales. <laughs> Go for it. Right, okay. So is this it, what colour what colour's the can? Uh, it's the brown one. The brown one, yeah, that is just plain original. Yeah. I think. Yeah, okay. Right, bottom top. Not inoffensive, but it's not something I'd drink. Mm. It's very weird. Right, I'm going to jump into the second one, which uh, it's probably going to be the worst one because it's the one of the ones that nearly made Paul Hill. Yes, I've gone for the lemon one. Oh, oh good luck! What the safe? Well, Alan, turn, do me a favour, turn your webcam off. <clears throat> well, it's two ends of the <laughs> spectrum, really. I thought. I'll go for the one that Paul said was the nicest, and I'll go for the one that Paul said was the most horrible. Actually, do you know what? Before I do, I'm going to crack, o- crack open my massive bottle of Tisky just in case I need something to wash it down with. Yeah, you may need that. That may be a wise option. It's Polish brewski to knock down beer. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to try it. Bottoms up here. Yeah, go for it. That's very weird. <laughs> mm. It's not nice, is it? 
No, but it's... <laughs> do you know what? It's... As weird as this is going to sound, it tastes kind of like a lager shandy. Oh. Not for me, it didn't. <laughs> Not for me, it didn't. Well, to be honest, didn't you have the uh, you had the apple one first, didn't you? Yes, I did. Mm. That probably didn't help. <laughs> uh, let me just check the measurements. Yeah, I found it fucking horrific. If I'm brutally yeah. honest, it says it's like flash to me. Need to top the lemon up a little bit. Oh, you're mixing them. Yeah. Good man. Yep. This can only end horribly. I'm hoping so. <laughs> okay, it's looking like Coke Zero. Oh, you've got the dark one as well as. Doesn't really yeah. taste of anything, so I'm going to give it a go. Bottoms up. <laughs> Do you know what? The better together. <laughs> I'm still not finishing like it, like because it's still not pleasant. So I'm just gonna crack open, crack Fair open enough. the uh, tisky. I uh, get some of that tisky down your neck. On mm. that note, anyway, we're gonna have a very brief break. Um, we'll be right back with the second half of the show, which is going to be a WrestleMania preview. Whoa, so, whoa, um, WrestleMania. <laughs> so, right, we'll be. I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna carry on then, but then I gave up halfway through. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll call it we'll call it um, quits for the time being, and we'll be right back after these very short messages. Hey, this is Coxie, reminding you to check out the Lost Art of Podcasting. We cover reviews, interviews, listener topics, our own topics, we even take a general look at life and the world around us. So I'll find the Lost Art of Podcasting on Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, even YouTube, and all of our good podcast places. Hi, don't forget to support the RAD Podcast by visiting us on Facebook and liking the page, also going on Twitter using the uh, hashtag... UKRAD Podcast and at UKRAD Podcast. You can find this podcast on Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube, iTunes, and many other places that support podcasts. Don't forget to also support our friends at the Lost Art of Podcasting by visiting their page on Facebook, on Twitter, they are at Lost Art Podcast. And you can also find them on Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube, and iTunes, as well as other good podcast providers. Don't forget you can also support the um, These People podcasts. They are a great little podcast that we have discovered recently. Uh, you can find them on iTunes and Spreaker, and you can visit their website at www.thesepeoplepodcast.com. And also don't forget to support the sponsor of the Preston City Wrestling Fan Prediction League, Avant Guard Security. They specialise in home security, CCTV, and gatehouse security. So if your house, if you feel like your house needs a bit of uh, security beefing up, or you know you just want a bit of CCTV, or you're a business and you want some gatehouse security, or even door security, go to www.avant-guardsecurity.co.uk. That's www.avant-guardsecurity.co.uk. Now it's back to the RAD podcast. Hi, welcome back to the RAD podcast. We are now. Going to go into the WrestleMania weekend preview of the show. So, um, 
yeah, the rest of the random talk isn't going to be so random from this point onwards. So not for quite a while, anyway. Not for quite a while. Shit. So take oh, it away, Xander. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll tangent in places. I'm absolutely hundred percent sure on it. So um, first of all, obviously we got the weekend um, festivities beginning. Do you want to mention the um, Hall of Fame, or do you want to just go straight into NXT? I can mention the Hall of Fame really quickly. Go for it, because I'm... Yeah, no, go for it. The, right, NXT now. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Oh, he's... Did you bring in the list of people who were in the Hall of Fame? It's, you had to fucking... You had to come up with fucking... Do you want to uh, Do you want to talk about the Hall of Fame very briefly? And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, okay. There you go. <laughs> Right. Um, do 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 Actually, some... no, I, just love, I just love the way you, you say it's the main event. Oh, it's a book. Got, he's got, somebody's going to come out. He's going to wrestle Steve Austin in the 30 minute, 30 minute Iron Man. Well, be the, last, be the last one. So, um, <laughs> okay. There's Ravishing Rick Rude, Beth Phoenix, Diamond Dallas Page, Theodore Long, Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton, and Robert Gibson. Um, the Warrior, Ro- Warrior, Ro- uh, Warrior Award. Award is going to Eric Legrand. Um, who was a former university football player um, who was paralysed in 2010. Yeah, I know there was there was talk over and over here. Obviously, I think apparently they had talks as well with WWE about getting Travis in the Hall of Fame. Well, they um, they apparently came, they they came into contact and it, he was one of the names that they were considering. Yeah, so there's always next year. Yeah, there's always next year. Yeah, there is, and obviously the main event obviously will be Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a goddamn good. That's a goddamn strong Hall of Fame lineup. Do Do you think I'm just going to slightly butt in here? Do you think when his tune goes off when he comes on uh, to do his Hall of Fame speech, everyone's going to shout, "You suck!" Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they did it on Monday Night Raw when his music was playing. Everyone was shouting, "You suck!" Even it's going to happen. Oh God, though he, he he is an, an absolute amazing athlete, but. Yeah, once once that kind of tune happened and everyone comes, you suck. You kind of think to yourself, "Fuck's sake!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get my Hall of Fame. I'm gonna get my nice shiny mm-hmm. ring. I'm gonna sit there, stand with the with the greatest and all that, and I'm gonna have the chant, "You suck at me." Brilliant. <laughs> um, speaking of things that suck, um, just while I mentioned, yeah, while I, just birthday on Sunday. Oh yeah, thanks. Thanks for telling everyone. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you very much for everything. Uh, all those lovely cards and uh, pints you're going to be buying me. Thank you. Fuck off, don't be a dick. Next. <laughs> um, but... was, was I the only one that zoned out when Darren was speaking then? <laughs> it's all no I zoned out about ten minutes ago. So. But, um, yes, that. speaking of things that sucked, and we were mentioning um, Chris Travis before, um, when this podcast goes out... It will be the one-year anniversary of Travis's death. So, mm. um, yeah, again, rest in peace, Trav. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very missed, so massively mean. missed. I'm sort of, I'm a bit gutted that I didn't know him personally, but at the same time, I'm sort of, well, in a selfish way, I'm kind of glad because I don't, I, I don't miss him as much as other people do. Which might it might be a real, really cruel way of of nope. saying something, but you don't miss the person, but you miss you don't. You don't sorry, if we rephrase that. You miss the person, but you don't miss his uh, in ring as much you would do if, like, say, I don't know, someone else conks it who you really, really adore. No, not even that. I, just, I mean, like, I respect him as I respect him as a wrestler. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Had he not got nailed, that he wouldn't be. That he wouldn't have been part of, like, say, the UK tournament. He probably would have won it. That, or he could, would have been signed up. Yeah. I think he would um, be in NXT right now. No, to be honest, I think he'll be in uh, the lightweight, cruiserweight, whatever it is these days. Yeah. Quite easily. Well, that's that's I heard when he when he had the tryout. They um they wanted him to put on more muscle or something because he was asking for tips from like Roughneck and that how to put how to put on like how to bulk up. Oh, fair enough. Because I think right. they basically said he was like too, he was like too skinny for his height and stuff. So they wanted him to put on more muscle. Sounds like the same thing they said to Zack Knight, and that's what he's been doing. Mm. Been bulking up. Hulk. <laughs> Hulk smash. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it'll be a bit sombre, so I think everyone will have a drink for him on. Sunday anyway, so I'll have I'll have a drink I'll have a drink all five in his honour. Yeah, absolutely. Um going up from that somber note, we obviously after the Hall of Fame we've got on Saturday night we've got NXT Takeover. Now I believe Lewis has the card. I do have the card, yeah. Um it's a rematch from NXT Toronto. Bobby Roode defending the NXT title against Shinsuke Nakamura. Nice. Um, NXT women's title will have Asuka defended against Ember Moon, which will probably be a pretty good match. Yeah. Uh, is, is it me, before you go on, is it me or Asuka needs to be in main event WWE? Yeah. I, I reckon she'll, because I'm getting sick and tired of being Charlotte against fucking Princess Flair. It's, it's getting a bit... They're both exactly the same person. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, Charlotte, you know what I mean? What's her name? Oh, uh, Sasha Banks. Oh, the one. The Bailey. One. Bailey. That's it, Bailey. Oh, oh we'll, 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 get up, we'll get on to the main roster women because I've got a fucking rant about them. Oh, God, here we go. Anyway, yeah. we'll go on to that later. Right, uh, there's triple threat tag team elimination match for the NXT tag titles. The Authors of Pain against Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa against The Revival. That'll probably be another good, really good match. Yeah. It'll be quite enjoyable, that. Um, the debuting Alistair Black, also known as Tommy End. He's going against Andrade Cien Almas. That and sounds like a squash. Match. It should be. But it's, to be honest, they've given they've given Almas like a little bit of momentum as a heel on NXT TV. Yeah. Not that I've been watching it, like I've just been listening to people review it. Yeah, true. <laughs> Same and here. Then, uh, <laughs> and then there's an eight person mixed tag match featuring Sanity of Eric Young, Alexander Wolf, the former Big Dame, Killian Dane, and Nikki Cross, who's formerly Nikki Storm. And they're taking on Ty Dillinger, Roderick Strong, No Way Jose, and a debuting Ruby Riot who used to be Heidi Lovelace on the Independence. And she was apparently fucking awesome. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw uh, Kashi Sona in there. 
for like a little little bonus match. Well, he's the dad. They'll be in something like oh, that. The yeah, they won't announce it. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it sounds like it looks like it's a solid card from top to bottom. That so. Yeah, it'll probably be pretty decent. I don't think I'll be able to watch it live because I've got a full day's worth of training, and yeah. then I'll probably intersplice it with um, getting pissed with Alan and Matt. Is it me, or am I actually looking more looking forward to the NXT than the actual main WrestleMania? I I was like that last year, mm. and then NXT happened. Just like there's no way that anything at Mania is going to top this. Nothing did. Uh, mm. I think I'm the I'm the other way around this year. I think. I'm the same, but I think it's because we've not been watching NXT. Yeah. So, <coughs> it's like giving a fuck about the FA Cup final when you've been watching rugby. No, I've yeah. been watching NXT, so I know what's been happening and stuff. Mm. I've been I mean, keeping a track on NXT, but a lot of it has appeared very missable. So, um, I've, so I've heard as well. Mm. So, we're not... But the card looks decent at the end of the day, so... You know, it's, 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 it's decent wrestling. It's better than fucking Impact. That's all. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So, um, but well, on that note, we'll um, we'll go into more detail on the on the uh, main roster, the yeah. WrestleMania card. And there's yeah. a hell of a lot to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I want to, but at the end of each match... Yeah, should we do the pre-show matches first? Yeah, we do, but... I want to give sort of your rating towards what you think the match is going to be like. And then we're going to see... Well, Cox is doing his... You're doing a WrestleMania reaction pod, aren't yeah, you? We're, do, we're doing a post-reaction pod as soon as it finishes, essentially. Yeah, so... Um, he knows, he knows. Mate, uh, I've got Monday off work, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm in work at 12 o'clock Monday. Oh, I booked it off, so I'm, I've 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 played the same tactic as Coxie. I'm not there, but um, what I want to do, I don't know if Coxie wants to do something similar because I do want to compare him at some point when I do listen to his podcast, which I urge all of our listeners to do. By the way, um, that I want to see if they either match up and we got our expectations right, or if we was completely blown out of the water, either like. The way I've done it for the past several years is I've always done, for my predictions, I've always done who I want to win and mm. who I think is going to win. Well, I think yeah. we'll do that. We'll do that. But I'm also going to add a little a little bit of salt to it as well and say, I want you, by the, at the end of it, to say either hit, as in a, like you're going to think it's going to be absolutely a, an amazing match and everyone should go and watch it, hit or shit. Can we Basically. have a graze in there just in case, like half the cards shit and half the cards really good? Mm. Yeah, we've got touching cloth. Yeah, we'll have a touching <laughs> cloth. Touching if cloth. you're not sure, if you're not sure, you can have touching cloth. <laughs> have turtles, turtle head. A turtle head. Well, what if I'm touching cloth right now? <laughs> and then I'm new. Should the break then, shouldn't you? Hey, the palm. Catch a chicken, man. Chicken. <laughs> Go get me some chicken. Down. Right, so anyway, anyway, we'll move on to the main card anyway, well, on to the pre-show anyway. Um, I believe the first, is he, is he, I've got a list of matches here, but there's no nothing to say what's the pre-show and what isn't. I've, I've got the list, I've got the list of the three pre-show matches here in the main card. Oh, brilliant. So if you control what we've got with the card, then we, we'll go from there. Okay. Um, 
So of the pre-show of the matches on the pre-show, the first one is the six-pack challenge for the SmackDown Women's Title. Alexa Bliss defended against Becky Lynch, Natalia, Mickey James, Carmella, and Naomi, who was just added on the Go Home SmackDown. Yes. Um, there's potential there. Do I think it's going to live up to it? Hmm. I mean, you've got Alexa Bliss. She can. I think all the girls in that match can go. Apart from Carmella. Apart from Carmella. I've got. Here's my feeling of this. I reckon. I don't think it's going to happen. But what what I want to happen is they have Asuka uh, come in the match, and I would she agree. just destroys everyone. I would agree with that, Daz. If it were on the if it were on the main show, but I don't want it to happen on the pre-show. Yeah, you're not going to happen anyway. You're not going to get any major debuts on the pre-show. They're not going to waste okay. it on the pre-show. But so. If you're going to get a debut in Asuka on a WrestleMania show, it's going to be on the Raw side of things. Have, they, uh, they're they're going to have Naomi to win it. Cause yeah, because it's her hometown. Yeah. She wants it back. Yeah. But yeah, because she didn't actually be lose the belt, did she? Yeah. So that's who I would like to win it as well, because probably out of all the, all the women in that ring, maybe on par with maybe Mickey James, she's probably the most naturally talented. Yeah, I would say personally. So yeah, I don't think I could say she didn't lose the belt, did she? So no, it would be nice to get it back at least. In, yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. So and like I say, hometown, it would be. If anything, it would be an even bigger moment. And if she defended it anyway, so mm. so yeah, I, I, yeah, that would be nice. Whether I think the match would be any good, I'm just gonna st- I'm gonna stick to a four. I think it'll be just above <laughs> below average. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm going for a shit on this one. Yeah. I'm going for okay. a shit rather okay. than... Okay, shit then. Yeah. Thought we were rating out. <laughs> <laughs> um, something which I don't think will be shit, which I'm pretty sure won't be shit, depending on what time, what's, if they're given the time to do it, Neville versus Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight title. Now then, I... How, well, my main objection to this match is why is it on the pre-show? That's what because, I thought. Because because it'll get people actually watching the pre-show. You know what? That's probably nail on the head because what what else is there on the pre-show that's going to drag you to watch a two-hour pre-show? The the equivalent. Say if you took um, that title match out and put in, say, Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. Do you think more people would be more bothered about watching Ambrose and Corbin than Aries and Neville? Uh, honestly, I do think they would be just because of the fan base that Dean Ambrose has or had. Um, for sheer match quality, though, there's no beating uh, Neville versus Austin Aries. You know for a fact it's going to be a fucking clinic. Yeah. Um I just, I say, I think it's unfortunate they've had to put it on the on the pre-show. Um, but who's to say that they can't knock it out of the park and make WWE think for next year, if the cruiser belt is still in ex- existence, which I hope it is, uh, to put it on the main card? I reckon it will be. I reckon if you give them 17, 18 minutes to work a darn fine good match, this will be a hit. If it's sort of like 10 minutes or under... It'll still be good, but it won't be as blow away as it probably should be. Oh, I do agree. Um, 
I do think Neville's keeping hold of the belt as well. You think? Yeah, I, I genuinely do. Maybe. Just think the gimmick's massive. It's over. The gimmick's over. I'm saying that Austin Aries is also over. Hmm. Um, but mind you, you've already got the potential of having like a baby face from in a hometown winning a championship on the same pre-show, so they might even it out a little bit. Yeah, because obviously you'll have a massive face react. Well, you for a pre-show for Naomi, mm. it'd level, like you say it'll level it out a bit to have a heel win the um, the cruiser belt. So I, I could say I would do. I, could, I would. I would like to see Neville win it as well. He's the heel and he's the face though in Austin Aries. Clearly, Austin, clearly Neville. Face. Clearly Neville's a heel. The thing is, though, a face can act like a heel without going full blown heel. Look at John yeah. Cena. How many times has he healed it up? Yeah, yeah. You well, know how many, how many times has he been a dick as a babyface and they've still booked him as a babyface? Yeah, same yeah. with Austin Aries. The way he's been booked at the minute, he's just basically being a dick. <laughs> well, well, to an extent. To an, yeah, to an extent. But um, and then the um, should we move on from that? To, or to, oh, we're not giving up. We're I'm not. Pretty, I'm sure it'll be a hit. I think it'll be a massive hit. Darren? Hit. Okay, that's that sort of um, And then the fa- the other pre-show match is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Looking over the participants for this match, um, I can't really see anybody. Part it, unless we sort of get a surprise in... Maybe Finn Balor returning, but I don't think he'll be. I, just, I don't think it's the the right thing to have him return on a pre-show. I think he'll be involved in something else in the card. I can't see anybody but Braun Strowman would have winning. They've got that Chinese guy in it, haven't they? Now as well. Yeah, uh, Tian Bing. Yeah. Not even heard about this. Um, so the, the the only thing I can fi- the only thing I can find he was a partner. He partnered up with Ho Ho Loon. In the Dusty Roads um, tournament, and they lost to Gargano and Champa. Okay, Alan, so get Alan, you're echoing. Shouldn't be. You are. <laughs> um, outside of oh, I'm, the way I'm going to see this match happening, anyway, the Andre Giant Battle Royal. Um, I can see everyone getting up. Everyone will be out of the ring with the exception of Braun Strowman and the Big Show. You can have a little bit of a tete-a-tete between them. Yeah. Where it's similar to that match that they had on Raw. Yeah. And then you're going to have... I, I, for me, it's just the stage is set for Strowman to win yeah. from there. It's basically like a bunch of geeks apart from Braun. Yeah. And unfortunately, Apollo Crews is in that mix, but... That's, he is a nobody at this moment in time, though, unfortunately, yeah. which is a fucking shame. Yeah. Mm. So, but he is, that's where he is at the minute. He's just fucking treading water being a nobody. And I'm not looking forward to the next bus flip. I really am not, because I've got a horrible feeling he may he's in danger of going there. Because when was the last time you saw him on SmackDown? Can't even remember. But exactly. Was it when he got fucking injured by Ziggler just yes, after it was. the uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view? Yeah. So that's probably been about 
five, six weeks. Yeah, so it's not good. Oh, dear. So, I would not be funny, but I'm expecting to be in Dragon Gate by the end of the year. Well, I really am. At least, it, at least it'll be somewhere fucking... Where people appreciate do. Yeah, where it's appreciated. Yeah. But yeah, he's. I can see him having maybe a couple of moments in this run, this battle royal. But he's just, just because you're not got a storyline at the moment. I know, fair enough. It's just mania. Doesn't mean you're not doing good. Yeah, the thing is, though, you've got to be given an opportunity to show what you can do. The problem is, he's not getting that. Yeah. I just. Well, the thing is, when you look at the the talent that's potentially coming up after mania. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that Nakamura will be on the main roster. Yeah. Once yeah. Main is over and done with. So there's there's a big gap there for, you know, if you want to have, like, Cassius Ono or Roderick Strong or anybody like that, there is a gap there. Why not just put Apollo back in that mix? Well, put him back down in NXT. Yeah, at least, well, at least to be able to develop... Yeah, this is true. He needs more he, than just languishing on the main roster. He needs a character. Yeah, um, and yeah, putting him back in NXT probably would actually be a better idea. I mean, debuting him. Hunter will get Hunter will get the best out of him. Yeah, there was a there was a reason why they signed him, but the only reason that they brought him up to the main roster was because of his physique. And yeah. then as soon as they brought him up, they were like, "Oh fucking hell, we haven't got anything for you to do." Just languish away with the fucking social outcast. That'll like, get you over. This is it. I mean, it would have been better suited actually staying in NXT till about now and then coming up. Yeah, probably. Um, but hey ho, we're not the bookers in WWE, we'll so. What, 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 what? Can't go backwards. And that's when it's key. And back and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call him saying that he'd be going backwards. I'd say it's uh, this equivalent of changing your career and getting retrained. You need a character. And yeah. the, the best way to do that is to be in one place and learn how, learn how to be a new character rather than being on the road worrying about three matches a week, trying to learn a new character, get that nail. Whereas you can do that in NXT, maybe work a couple of matches a month and then just train, 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 train. Daz, I'm going to make this point to you now. James Ellsworth gets more TV time than Apollo Crews. How can go? How can going back to NXT be a step back? No, I just, I, I don't think he'd be a step back. I just maybe he's, there's got people. He's on. Is he on the live events? Is he yeah, doing he... live events stuff? Just because he's not on TV doesn't mean he's not working on his character at SmackDown. Yeah, but you also got to remember the stuff the stuff on live events doesn't exist in theory. And if you look at if you look at what he was involved with before he went off TV, it was him and Kalisto who were two baby faces against a heel Dolph Ziggler. How does that work? I don't know. It doesn't. Trust me, trust me, Daz. The best thing that he could easily do would be either ask for his release from WWE and he can go and fucking go on the indies. Like, can you imagine Can you imagine Apollo Crews, like, wrestling matches with, like... Um, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega or Keith Lee or, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. It'd be fucking awesome. So yeah. much more awesome than what he's doing at the moment. Yeah, absolutely mm. agree with you. It's even and, like I said, the other option is to go back to NXT and try and learn a new character and give himself a new gimmick, try and get himself yeah. over that way. And if it doesn't work then, then maybe leave. 
But doing what he's doing now, like you say, he's working live show events and things like that. It's a waste of time because he's not he's doing not, him any favors. Yeah, he's not doing him any favors. He's not letting him. He's got to work that gimmick. He can't work on a gimmick. He can't. Well, he could, but he's not going to get the dedicated time with the people at the, the performance center to help him. The way you know, it would actually, in a way, be quicker for him to go backwards to get this new gimmick and then come back fresh. Maybe try it out in NXT, see how it comes out. Maybe spend a couple of months back in the NXT, on NXT, NXT TV. Then maybe come back to SmackDown. Yeah. Maybe even have a name change and everything. Mm-hmm. Not that so there's anything we... wrong with Apollo Crews. No, there isn't. Shall we move on to the main card stuff, man? Because there's 13, uh, there's 13 of them. No, there isn't. There's another 10 to go. There's another 10 to go. Yes, yes, we've had our rants about Apollo yeah. Crews, which was nice. <laughs> it seems to be like a daily occurrence on this podcast. It does. Sort of wrestling. <laughs> okay, uh, triple threat ladder match for the Raw Tag Team titles. Gallows and Anderson defend against Enzo and Cass and Cesaro and Sheamus. And I think this is going to open the show. Yeah, it probably will. I think it's going to open the show. Um, one thing I've mentioned... On, I was having a conversation with somebody on Facebook earlier today, and I said this this WrestleMania is missing something. It's, it's not. It's not. It's it's a certain. There's a certain like it's like it's like having a um, a curry, but you know you need to add something to top. You need a bit more chili, mm. or a bit more curry powder, or a popper dog, just to you know to mix it up a bit, just make it a bit more interesting. Chutney, naan bread, yeah. and bargy. Basically, yeah, something like that. You need yes, to guys, add... I now want an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> but you need we need to add something to the card here. And this match is perfect for it. Now obviously you got the, the ta- you know you got your, your your you know your triangle ladder match now. Yeah. Um yeah. who was in one of the original tri- who was in the original triangle ladder match at WrestleMania? It Edge, might... Edge, Edge and Christian, Matt, Matt and Jeff Hardy, and the Dudleys. Exactly. Now we're not going to get the Dudleys anytime soon. Matt and Ed, Chris, Matt, uh, Edge and Christian have retired, yep. so that only leaves a certain couple of free agents at the minute. Is that... it going to be Maxwell Hardy? It may. Oh, I love Maxwell Hardy. He's <laughs> awesome. It could be. I there's a few clues to this as well that have appeared. Um. And I think it's going to be. I think we're going to see the return of Matt and Jeff Hardy. Oh yeah. Um, if it's if it's not on the, it's supposed to be. The return is meant to be in imminent. So I imagine if it's not on the actual Mania card, then it'll be on the Raw after. See, I can't. I, I think it'd be a great idea to put them on the WrestleMania show, this on on the show now and work the ladder match or interfere. We see with this. This would be a perfect moment of just out the. So called out of the blue, they just turn up. Someone else is uh, down already for the match, and they turn up to fuck things up, well, like the Dudleys yeah. for uh, Rumble. Well, they're already in the area, aren't they? Yeah. So it would make well, sense they've... for them to maybe, maybe not be actually in the match, but interfere and then stake their claim. And don't forget, there was a video that they released. I don't know how long ago it was. It wasn't that long ago where they chucked their TNA Tag Team Championship belts into the Lake of Reincarnation. And brought out their and they brought their own tag team championship belts. But what was interesting, which someone pointed out, and when I looked back, I was like, "Holy fuck!" There's a symbol on it on the front 
where it said TNA, where it would say TNA on the on the on the belt, it has B H B. Broken Hardy Boys. Yeah. Now, where the only place they've ever been known as the Hardy Boys, with air quotations, is the WWE. Otherwise, they've been just known, been known as Matt and Jeff Hardy. Or the Hardys. Or the Hardys. But they've never or been known as the... Or whatever. Whatever they've been called. But they've only ever been called the Hardy Boys in WWE. And the only thing that would fit for that, both the tag team belts have HB... BHB on is broken Hardy Boys, which would suggest to me that they are going into WWE. They are going in with their own custom belts, and they yeah. are going in with the broken gimmick. It just depends on the the whole legal standpoint, because at the moment it's sort of up in the air of, you know, Matt Matt Hardy, Matt and Rebby uh, claiming that it's their idea. TNA beg to differ; they say it's their idea. So there's this whole legal backlash on the. You know mm. who gets credit for the gimmick, basically. Well, I've heard some information contrary to that um, on another podcast, uh, which I would actually take relatively like in good esteem, as in their information is spot on. Is um, a pod- I don't know if you guys have, of Lewis might have of uh, Don Tony and Kevin Castle. Yeah, um, Don Tony has his own show called Breakfast with Blasey. Now, he's mentioned today that there was an update that uh, Matt Hardy actually filed to get the, the broken gimmick trademarked. You know, actually broken Matt Hardy yeah. as a gimmick trademark and has been successful in doing so. So, therefore, TNA cannot t- trademark it and claim it as their own anymore. So, Matt, and Matt now owns the broken gimmick. Mm. So that opens that, that that's all systems go from now to use the broken gimmick in WWE. Well, I mean, they can have the broken gimmick, but it just depends how many restraints they get put on them. Because you can guarantee that Matt won't have the creative he- freedom that he had at Impact. Yeah, but the thing is, though, even if they can't use the word broken, they can use the word damaged, and it's the same thing. Yeah, damaged, broken. Plus- yeah. Plus the delete chant is the probably the most over chant over chant in wrestling at the moment. Yeah, so they can still use oh, delete. Man. You know, so I would say Don't get me started on that fucking chant, does. What's that? Um, the fucking ten chant. Oh, it's as bad as going ah ah ah. It really mm. is. Anyway, um, back to the match. Um, uh, I think yeah. I do think that they're going to get a Hardy Boys either entering the match or interfering. Um, I reckon it'll be a run-in afterwards. Oh yeah, I know, I'm not sure if they'll be added to the match. I reckon if they if they do make an appearance, great. If they don't, it'll be the Raw after. Yeah, it's going to be one or the other. it can't be anything else. It's they're going to be in the WWE, and I think we're going to know by this time next week. I think what it do, could be the Raw after. What do we think of the match? Do we think it's going to be? Hit or shit. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, because we've completely forgotten about the quality of the match. I think yeah. it's a ladder match, end of the day. I've hit. never seen a shit one in WWE. Hit. So I think it's going to be a hit. Yeah. I reckon it will be a hit, and we might see a fatality when Enzo Mori gets killed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be thrown off the top of that ladder like a fucking lawn dart, isn't he? Yup. So. Uh, so who do we think? Have we got any predictions on who's going to win it? Um, I think... Uh, I think... Um, but I think the club's going to retain. Club's going to retain. I'm going to say that they're going to put the belts on Enzo and Cass. 
Uh, that as well, but I think there's either that or they're going to break up Enzo and Cass. Uh, they can. So they seem to have cooled off on it a little bit. Like there's there were sort of cracks, particularly when Enzo was falling after Lana, and you know, even in the build up, because you know Enzo's been acting as sort of like the chicken chicken shit wheezy little scumbag, and then hides behind his big mate and just like, hang on, you're a babyface. Well, this is it. Um, yeah, I've got Enzo and Cass to win, and I reckon it's going to be a hit. Be a good way of opening the card. Yeah, that works for me. That works for me. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. We've then got a match we were talking about earlier. Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental title. Uh, I can't see these two really working well together. No. I, I, think, it'll be, I think it'll be a shit... And I expect Corbin to win the belt. I completely 100% agree. But they just don't seem to have that good chemistry. No. This, this will be the traditional piss break match. Go to the bar, get a few shots in with the hooligans. Uh, get your ass chopped to hell. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I think it's just going to be do anything but watch the screen. You have to break. actually make sure that you don't actually pay for the shots, does. Because yeah, that's the whole that's the whole thing of chops for shots. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, what about Coxie? Yeah. Coxie, what about your thoughts for the ladder match? Yeah, or, or both? Um, well, it's both. I think I just remember my my prediction last. I wanted well, I want the club to retain, but I think there's going to be. Um, I think they're going to put the belts in Enzo and Cass. Mm. Either that, or they're gonna have Enzo and Cass win on like the Raw after or something. It's either that... boys turn up and disqualify the whole entire match. You can't disqualify a ladder match. It's no DQ. No, you can. Do... Yeah, no, but you can delete it. <laughs> oh yes, Ooh. yes. There you go. It's a ladder's match. No, it's, they delete it by grabbing the tag belts and walking off with them. Mm. Well, you can have a you can have Enzo and Cass win, and then. Matt and Jeff come out and say they're deleting the title, they're deleting the title win. And have their own belts that they yeah. just come all that. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Why aren't I booking WWE? Yeah. It's so simple. <laughs> or you just got... Or you heard it here, guys. I called it. You just you just have Matt and Jeff stood at the top of the ramp with their own belts and you just have Matt shouting, delete, delete, and the, delete. And the, lights, the lights go out and just the, the only lights are on them. Yeah, you, the, the lights go out. <laughs> Enzo and Cass are stood there with the belts lights go out for a few seconds the lights come back on the belts have magically gone from their hands yeah oh it's, it's the Hardys have got them <laughs> yes <laughs> that would be amazing uh, Cox, Coxie what do you think of uh, what do you think about uh, Ambrose and Corbin <laughs> that seems to be the consensus piss break right yeah, Corbin. Like... Corbin has no bloody character or anything, and he's like... just like a sack. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe him. He he's absolutely he... fucking useless, and he's just a sack. Mind you, though, you say he's useless. I don't think he's as useless as people make him out to be. Because when you think of think about him, he's one of very few guys on the roster that can elicit a. Huge heel reaction. 
This is true. Like he's a he is a proper heel. Like nobody likes him. Cast. This is true. Yeah, true. If, if that's what he's played his character on, then he is possibly one of the greatest heels ever. Because no one likes it. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at especially nowadays WWE, a lot of the heels, nine times out of ten, it's sort of like fifty-fifty. You don't have like that sort of. You don't have that. Right, Triple H circa beginning of like end of nineteen ninety nine into two thousands. Who could elicit that much hatred from a crowd? Yeah, and he's not even trying. Yeah, he's exactly. not even trying. Um, so you could say he's actually a natural heel. Mm-hmm. Um, I and do think many he... wrestlers that can say that. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do like his finisher. But yeah. other than that, mm. well, it's like when I was talking about um, thoughts about the Royal Rumble. Um, I, I'm actually sort of I'm not as warm into him as much as probably say Braun Strowman, but I'm sort of warming warming to Corbin a little bit because you know he's a very effective heel. He hits his high spots really well, and some of his some of his moves are very very good. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to agree with that. But overall for this match, I'm like I said, I think Dean Ambrose's stock has fucking plummeted. Yep. Um, it's still a stock. Mm, I think the match <laughs> is going to be shit. It's going to be literally, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's an anal evacuation of a match. Yeah. To be honest, if they don't put that nearer to the beginning of uh, Mania, it is going to, how would I put it, the hype's just going to drop. Like, I it'll think be, it's, I it'll think be it's in the death spot. I think it's going to be a buffer match. Yeah. It'll be a buffer match. Okay, so then we have John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Build-up to to this has actually been fucking great. I think it's had the best build of any match on the card. I'd agree with that. I think think Miz has been absolutely phenomenal. Miz has been fucking on fire. John Cena has been great as well. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Even... His, promo, his promo on the Go Home Smackdown was fucking great. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. Miz, as much as I think he's a Johnny Bland wrestler, and when he starts mimicking Daniel Bryan, I just put my head in my hands because he's just shit at doing it. And it just really highlights, in my mind, how much of an average wrestler he is. Because I, I definitely think he's he's all promo. Like yeah. you know, he'd be much better suited off if he was like a manager. He'd be, he'd probably be the best manager in the past. Decade. That might be in his future. You never know. He should just do it now because he's just. <sighs> I don't think he's anything special in the ring. Yeah, but put a microphone in his hand and fucking hell. Well, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Make mm. him a manager. Just keep him out of the ring. Yeah. Even Mar- Maurice has been great as well. Yeah. Yeah, the only weak keep one. The, that's... Keep, keep the fucking keep the microphone away from Nikki Bella. Yeah, she's fucking awful. She's the mm. one that's letting the side down. But... What is it from Matthew from Botchmania describes her as? Her acting as sub porn level acting. Sub what? Sub poor. Sub porn. Oh, sub porn. <laughs> yeah. Every time John Cena slaps on the ass, we're just like, oh, go away. Yeah, that made me cringe that every single time. He's just doing it, and it's like, oh, no. No, no, don't, don't. 
Um, I don't. I do think I say story for a storytelling point of view. I think this is going to probably be one of the better matches of the night. Actual in ring action, maybe not so, but yeah, I expect this to be shit and there to be a proposal at the end of the match. I do too. The only thing that's going to be missing from this match is Joey Styles screaming cat fight at some point. That's all it's going to resolve into. I think Joey Styles should fuck off. <laughs> to be fair, but you have to say it'll just have Joey Styles turn up for one line, go and shout cat fight, and then they kick him out of the fucking building again. <laughs> cat fight! Um. Again, I'm not really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be the standard sort of Cena match where it's going to be... It's like he'll deliver an AA to The Miz and then Nikki, Nikki will come in and do one on Maurice but land it on Miz. So it'll be like a sort of senton almost. And it's going to be a spotty like that, if anything, I think. Oh, it's going to be a spot fest. I'll agree with that. Um, like I say, I think storyline and storytelling wise, it's probably going to be better than it is in ring. But that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. No, especially when the build's been so good. Yeah, I agree with that. So just some, I'm going to give it two ratings. This one for actual in ring action as a wrestling match, it's going to be a shit. Yeah, but for keeping you watching and being intrigued at what's going to happen in the you know, storytelling kind of way. Definitely a hit. Hundred percent going to be a hit. I'd agree with that. So it's a bit, yeah, it's a mixed bag that one. On the card, um, probably I'd probably put it as uh, probably slap bang in the middle of the card. We know it's not the main event. It's going to be a bit of comedy relief, I think, as well. I so, reckon it'll probably be about halfway through the card. Yeah, I think it's it screams halfway through the card. Maybe 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 an hour and a half in, two hours perhaps. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's where I would put it. Okay, so we then have Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens for the United States title. This is going to be your semi-main, I think. Do you think? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so, man. I think this will either be third or fourth on the card. That's a shame if it's the case. I even mm. thought this could be an opener match, to be honest with you. Because for me, it doesn't scream nothing. It's they've, I know they've been building and building it, but then why for the US title? What's the point in that? Well, because, we know what's the point is because Jericho's going to be going on tour soon, and yeah. they need to get the belt off him. So it's it's better it's better having it on a match at Mania than it just having 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 it happen on a random Raw. Yeah, I mean, I've no I've no problem with it. I mean. I think the whole dissension, you know, I think the build for it, you know, at times it hasn't been, there were a couple of instances where it wasn't great, but overall it's been really good. Yeah, the build's been not bad. It should should be a decent enough match. I mean, obviously Chris Jericho is 46, so obviously he does have his limitations, but, you know, he's still able to go in the ring, probably about 70% of what he used to be when he was in his prime and I expect this to be a pretty decent match I'm going to I'm going to say this is it this will be a hit and that Owens will be walking out with the US title can't disagree with one single word you just said I'm 100% in agreement he, he has to be perceived 
he has to bring it back up there and to get the US title. Because he's just been pillar to post. He's not meant anything. Cena's had it. Well, since Rusev and Cena had it the first time. To be honest, though, Daz, you can say that about a lot of the, a lot of the belts. Much like I will with the next match that we're going to have. Uh, unless Coxie's got anything to say about this. The only thing I can think is sort of... the There is that thing of like, oh, Jericho's off on tour, but I think they're going to have him retain, possibly retain at Mania and then lose it on the Raw. We'll be like the night what? after Mania because everyone expects things to happen. Mm. So... I could be wrong, but... Well, surely the main thing to happen, sort of like with Raw, will be the introduction of the new general manager. There's that. Um, this rumour to be Angle. That would be great. I think that sounds right as well. Mm-hmm. And then Broken Matt walks out. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Just walks out, delete! <laughs> Delete yeah. the reign of the authority. <laughs> that would be pre- quite. And the primo nation. Just think, them two coming out, basically seeing uh, Triple H and and Steph McMahon giving it all talking and going, nope, <laughs> delete. <laughs> I've had Don't a con- control delete. I've had a primo nation. Delete. Oh, delete. <laughs> I've had a primo niche on that Jeff Hardy fails the wellness policy. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be fucking surprised. I know. He's been clean any for ages. True, but I can actually see them actually making him, you know, do a piss test, and if he pisses hot, it'll fuck them both. Well, if it, if it melts the container, then... Yeah. That'll tell <laughs> okay. you. Now to get on to sort of like a, my rant of this card. Oh, yes. Fatal 4-Way Elimination Match for the Raw Women's title. Bailey, the champion, defending against Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks and Nia Jax. Can I just ask this one thing? Go for it. Why the fuck is Bailey the champion going in? She looked weak as fuck, hasn't she? Since she's yeah. had the belt. Mate, they fucking... Killed her ever since she came to the main roster. She's the equivalent of the female John Cena. She's an inspiration. Basically, her gimmick is to give little girls hope. It's to you know be that be that female superhero for the little girl for the little girls in the audience. And she's come in. She's done fucking nothing to begin with. She freaking came in, she beat Charlotte a couple of times, she lost at the Rumble, beat her again, fucking won it on another fucking draw. And then, for, for, for whatever reason, they had to retain the fucking title at Fastlane, which in turn ended fucking Charlotte's undefeated pay-per-view streak. And now they're doing this fucking four-way, and Nia Jax is in it. For no apparent reason. <laughs> because yeah. because she's big. Because she's not even like though, most girls. She's fucking awful. Mm. Like I, I, there's a gif on there's a gif online of you know her entrance video. Of, yeah. Uh, you know where they cut to her eyes and she looks left and right. Do you know the uh, the shifting eye dog from The Simpsons? Yes. I think it's that episode with Mel Gibson. Someone's just added that on top. Just like that's what that's the equivalent of what she is. <laughs> She's a, uh, right. Why couldn't this? Why couldn't this match have just been 
Charlotte screws Bailey at Fastlane. They have like a title versus career match at Mania. Not only does Bailey win the fucking title, she fucking ends Charlotte's pay uh, per view streak. Yeah. That's that fucking simple. But no, they have to fucking piss about and add fucking, you know, Sasha's going to turn heel on Bailey. Look, you can see, look, see it coming a fucking mile away. <sighs> yeah, it's not it's, it's, great. It's, it's evident that they're going to make fucking Charlotte Flair a 16-time women's champion. Yeah. Nia Jax is winning the title and the Rock's <laughs> coming out. The Rock's coming out and he's going to congratulate her. <laughs> Darren, you're you know, you've got to have the rock somewhere in WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't tell Richard <laughs> Payton that old just everywhere. I'll, 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 I will tell you this much. I will fucking boycott Raw if Nia Jax wins the fucking title. I watch it in, I watch it in, sp- like, literally what I do at the moment is I go through the results of Raw. If there's anything that I like, I'll stick on the highlights for it. I won't even do that if Nia Jax wins the fucking belt. I Oof. literally fell asleep uh, um, when Raw the other day, and then he woke up when I was doing the take it bell. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm going to win the. Why? Do, why is she like the equivalent of fucking China? She fucking sounds like her as well. She does sound exactly like fucking China. I'm going to win the title at Mania. <laughs> <laughs> it's, at least it's better than the fucking. Um... You know, since I was a little girl, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to uh, yeah. emulate my uh, hero, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> oh, there, was, there was too I much think... emotion. There was too much emotion in that if you're trying to cut a uh, baby face Sasha Banks promo. You've got to be more robotic. Oh, yeah, true. I think I um, ask to put it best on an XT on the Botchmania intro. You, talk dog, ball, match. match. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I think the wrestling will be a hit. I know I'm going to be fucking pissed off with something in this match at some point, but I think the wrestling will be a hit. It'll come back down to Charlotte and Bailey. Yeah. And Sasha will screw Bailey, and Charlotte will become a six-time, six-time women's champion. Yeah. Belle's not even been in circulation for a fucking year, and she's already she's one lot. Is that including the Divas belt though? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Paul, I hardly fucking care, mate. <laughs> I'm only. I'm only going by what the what's been said on TV. <laughs> but yeah, even so, she's not actually been on the roster for what, eighteen months. Uh, when she turned up just a bef- uh, couple of months before SummerSlam 2015. So we're not two years, and she's already a five-time champ. Yep. So yeah, that's yeah. She's gonna she's gonna be sixteen cha- time champ probably by this time next week. So yeah, probably. So, but yeah, I I completely agree with you. The result, uh, yeah, I don't think there's gonna be a fucking winning opportunity. I don't think there's gonna be a good result either way for us anyway, just because of the way the fucking thing's been booked. Yeah. Wrestling match wise, though, I think it will be a hit. Just it's it's one of them where I just really couldn't give a flying fuck about the result. Yeah. So, yeah, but I will I will give it a hit just for the fact that, of the action that we're going to get in the ring, I think. What about you, Coxie? This will be my piss break. So two piss breaks? Fucking hell, he must be drinking a lot. 
<laughs> Saw that mega malty yes. drinking. He obviously has a very weak bladder. I I can't <laughs> say I can't say anything. It happened to me at the rumble. Yeah, went for a piss, went for a piss early and regretted it. I don't I don't care about Nia Jax. I don't care about Charlotte winning the belt again. I don't really care about Sasha Banks probably turning heel. You know, it's... you don't care about Bailey because she's been bought uh... like shit. <laughs> Well, you won this. You retain this belt. <laughs> you retain this belt under sus- suspicious circumstances, Bailey. Surely, you know, you're the good guy. You want to win it fair and square, don't you? Nah, I'm just going to keep it. What? If anything, Charlotte Flair. If you watched last Raw, if anything, Charlotte Flair's face. come across as a face. She's the baby face. They fucking turned. So, baby. Watch out! Watch out! For, she's actually trying to warn Bailey about Sasha Banks. You know, because when the heel turn happens, you can just be like, told you. Yeah. I'm not the idiot. So I fucking told you so. You can see it coming on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. While I'm in the, while I'm in the run, it's actually, sorry, Coxie, um, who do you think is going to win this? Um, I can't remember what I said now. <laughs> but the, 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 the problem I have with Bailey is that she always looks too overly emotional. Yeah, but that's a character though. She's an she's an emotional. She has the a mindset of a fourteen year old girl. <laughs> as dirty as that might sound. Yeah, fair point. Uh, while I'm still in a ranting mood, can we talk about Shane McMahon and AJ Styles? Yes, we can. We'll move on. Why the fuck is this match happening? Because apparently Shawn Michaels know. knocked back a match. Oh, oh. Apparently, so... uh, some news. Sorry, I've just been someone just saying that uh, the women's tiles match has been added to the main show. Is that true? Or is that no, just no, a... it's pretty sure. Oh, hang on, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oh, no, no, I'm yeah. just, I'm just seeing this as well. On um, one of the Facebook pages, it's just Smackdown, saying that it's been Smackdown's added. Wi- SmackDown's women's title match possibly moved back to main card after negative fan reaction. Yeah, but that, must, but that means though someone else is going to be bumped into the pre-show. So what? Who's going? To, what's going to be bumped into the pre-show? Well, that's if it's happening. That's if it's true. But yeah, but, but as, unless you, that the only one that you possibly could think of putting up, or getting away with putting on the pre-show is Dean Ambrose and Baron Corbin. Yeah, yeah. that's the only one I would put on in that in place of that. Yeah. Anyway, before Darren fucking interrupted me. Sorry. <laughs> what? To be fair, that was Second a. Pre- to be, I'm, I'm going to defend uh, Darren on that one. That was a pretty important update in regards to the card. Let's be honest. He could, have, ask waited, it, uh... he could have. He could have waited until I finished my rant. <laughs> right, sorry, you can go back on your. Rant and all this pent up anger. You're lucky I'm. You're lucky I'm not in the same room as you, Darren. You'd be getting fucking chopped for that. <laughs> oh. Right. Can I? Can I just ask? Okay. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion. AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the fucking company. Don't like the motherfucker, but yeah, I agree with you. So, why? Why? Is he being put with fucking Shane McMahon? Mm, is he the boss's son? It's like, it, it, it's like they have um, freaking... It's like the night of Survivor Series. Everybody took a freaking dose of Rehypnol and forgot how <laughs> shit he was in that fucking tag match. I, you know, I was I was talking to it with a couple of the guys at the academy, and they were saying, "God, John Cena, John Cena was shortchanged this WrestleMania, wasn't he?" I was like, "Hang on a minute, 
<laughs> John Cena has had WrestleMania after WrestleMania of having high high caliber opponents. You're telling me Shane McMahon was the best option for AJ Styles? Well, who would you put him in the ring with other than that who's not already in a match? I'll tell you what you could have done, okay? You could have had AJ Styles come out after Elimination Chamber and say, I have no competition. There's no competition on SmackDown and I don't have a match for WrestleMania. I know what's coming. Daniel, Daniel Bryan, what have you got for me? And Daniel Bryan, being the super indie, independent geeky nerd, comes out and says, I've got a perfect fucking challenge pro uh, challenger for you, and you bring out Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, and you have a rematch of the awesome match at Wrestle Kingdom ten a couple of years ago, but on WrestleMania. You can't tell me that that is fucking better than having Shane McMahon who can't freaking pull a punch without fucking decking somebody in the face and who can't throw a fucking decent arm drag. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. Do you still think they're going to do pull the one or oh, uh, Shane McMahon was beat up backstage? Uh, Daniel Bryan. I don't care. He's got the. Uh, the only Daniel thing I Bryan can... then is going to say what you said. That's how they bring him out. It's... Do you know what I think? For me, I think it's working towards the angle where he's going to get fired and he's going to end up moving to Raw. I think this is the way of moving him across to Raw. And the only reason what's going to happen, I think it's going to be like this. It's going to be like if you lose, if I beat you, you don't you don't deserve to be on the SmackDown roster, so you're fired. But I think he's if AJ Styles does beat him, I think he's going to just end up with he's going to ask for a microphone and he's just going to go fuck you, you're fired anyway. Mm. So that's what I think. That's how it's going to end up playing. I don't think it will. I think it'll just be a simple case of. Like it's apparently a normal one-on-one match. Yeah. So we're gonna have to fucking put up with Shane McMahon chain wrestling. It's gonna be fucking awful. Don't care how good AJ Styles is, you can't drag that much chicken shit out into a chicken sh- chicken salad. True. Um. Just as long as AJ, to be honest with you, I haven't even got a hit or shit rating. Just as long as AJ Styles doesn't fucking lose. Yeah. Because if AJ Styles loses, I'll boycott fucking SmackDown. <laughs> I've already threatened to boycott Raw if Nia Jax wins the women's title. I'll boycott fucking SmackDown if AJ if Shane McMahon beats AJ Styles. He'll end up watching um, Nitro from the 2000s. Fuck it. I'll, I'll fucking stick to the archive stuff. Certainly fucking mm. better than the fucking than the current product at the moment. At least in terms of, you know, story and characters and all that. Bollocks. Yeah, true that. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a shit. Because, like you say, AJ Styles, he can drag a mop through a decent match. Give him a big bag of mops, and he's it's, it's going to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's what, I think that's, that's that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be a, I think that's going to be a shit. Yeah, personally, Coxie, Darren, shit. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with shit, but it's just one of them, really, isn't it? It's just for Shane to get his big spot of the year in. Yeah, true. He's going to jump off yeah. something, isn't he? He's going to jump off the roller coaster. Probably. And that'll be the second fatality of the evening. Yeah. After. And so more, he gets killed with a ladder. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to gonna round off SmackDown by talking about Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton for the WWE title. Another good build. I think it's been an okay build. It's been okay, but fucking... What's been going on with the, the last couple of weeks? 
Bray gone. White has Bray White has covered himself in Sister Abigail's ashes, so now he has the power of Sister Abigail, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure they had an article of Orton um, delivering a crucifix to the grave of Sister Abigail. Yeah, Did you see the way that they spelt it on WWE.com? No, it was like C U C R U C I S I S. Nice. Crucius. So not only can they not book wrestling properly, they can't, can't spell either. No. Uh, I think this will be decent. I think it'll be all right. I think this will be a decent uh, yeah. little match. Um, see, my thinking is, is that Bray will probably retain. AJ will probably win. And then you have a heel Bray against a um, babyface AJ for just after for the for SmackDown going forward. Well, maybe. I've got a feeling that you're going to get a seat. You're going to get a an appearance from Eric Rowan. Probably. Well, what? they've been they've been building up sort of like there's a, there's something in the works of. Um, Sister Abigail finally appearing. Mm. I was wondering, who, who would you put cast in that? Is that Mad Mary Dobson or something like that? Who's in developmental at the moment? Mm. She'd oh, be the crazy perfect Mary. Oh, Crazy Mary, yeah. She'd probably be the most appropriate candidate. Yeah, true. Do you know who I would love to see? That never happened. But it would mean I think who would make a great sister Abigail. Go on. Lufisto. Oh. I, I, yeah, I think I think you can tell from the dead air we have no idea who that is. You don't know who Lufisto is? No. She's I've seen her once. I've seen her once. Um she was at PCW a while ago, wasn't she? A long time ago. Um that's why I can't remember. She's, more, she's like a hardcore sort of style wrestler, and she's got like a, sort of like a crazy gimmick. Well, she had when she came to Preston, didn't she? Well, no, I've got the per- I've got the perfect candidate for Sister Abigail. Then, if you're talking like crazy women, go on, Soraya Knight. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking hell! No, per- you're not wrong, though. though. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, Daz Coxie thoughts on this match? Um, mm, I think it'll be good. Um, I'm surprised there isn't sort of. I was partially expecting Luke Harper to be added as like a third person or something for like a triple threat. But what is he doing for men? Is he is he in the battle royal? It's not. In, so. It's not. It's not been named in the battle royal, so I imagine he'll make an appearance. And imagine Rowan will make an appearance because they've been. They've been doing vignettes sort of on the past couple of Smackdowns, haven't they? Mm. So, yeah, I can see what will happen is that um, Luke Harper will come to try and interfere on behalf of um, Randy Orton and then it's probably going to get intercepted by Eric Rowan. <coughs> Who knows? Uh, right. Okay. Um, a match which I think if they do correctly... Could be possibly the the match the the best match on the main card. 
Seth Rollins versus Triple H in an unsanctioned match. Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah. That's going to be good. It's just going to be a brawl all around the plucking place. Uh, weapons galore. Lots of weapons, lots of gimmicks. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be um, a good fun match, I think. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be anything technical. It's not going to tell a great wrestling story. It's going to be two guys beating the piss out of each other. And yeah. after all the wrestling, actual wrestling that we'll have in on the card. Anyway, it'll be a nice bit of it'll be it'll be a nice break of something different. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be a cracking little match. And it's, it has told quite a decent story so far. Yeah, even though even if WWE did botch uh, Rollins, Rollins' big return last year, not you know sort of pulling the trigger on him as a babyface, mm. kept him heel, and then when he eventually turned babyface, he was a tiny bit flat, but he's gained a little bit of momentum back, I reckon. Yeah, he's getting there. He's getting there. And I think if he does, I think obviously he's going to go over at Mania. Um, I he think do. he should do. I'm not saying it's for certain, but he should do. Um, yeah, I think Joe, Joe's going to get involved. Oh, Joe will get involved. Well, oh, yeah, that sort of um, that sort of um, ties into my little fiddle dee dee. Couldn't think of the right word in there. Um, I reckon Joe's definitely going to get involved, and I reckon we might see a returning Finn Balor coming to Seth's aid. You think? Oh, now see, I've got a contrary um, theory on that. You see. He may come back as a heel and aid Triple H because Rollins cost Finn Balor six months of his career. More than that, very true. I mean, he could go down that he could go down that path and have Finn be the fourth guy in the in the heel stable along with Owens and Joe. Yeah, that would work. And it sort of ties in my idea of what of. The universal title match and uh, what they're doing for the main event of Mania next year, but we'll we'll talk about that when we get to the match. Yeah, that's what it's for me. Right, I'm gonna have to have a quick break, guys, because I need to go to the toilet. All right, no worries. What be said? Well, I'm gonna have to head off because I'm up at eight. Well, up at seven. So yeah, no worries. <laughs> right. Oh, so. oh, Darren's. Over. Are you going, Darren? Yeah. Right. Sleep, yeah mate. All right. Let's see you in a bit, Darren. All right. I'll. Uh... Yeah, if you get finished, Paul, just email me over the. Uh, yeah, I will uh, do, mate. Wrestling bit, beautiful. Right, I will do, buddy. Cool. Cheers. In a bit. Bye. Um, do you know Sam, what? Are you still there? He is still here. Fucking hell! How have you not fallen asleep? <laughs> um, what have we got left card-wise? Um, just take a Roman and then Goldberg, Brock, and then we can wrap up. Right, that works. I'll just crack on there. We'll just soldier through. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of cork up my ass for the podcast. That is dedication. Um, go on then. What's the next match? Um, Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Uh, snore. I really yeah, can't give a fine fuck about it. For brutally it'll honest, probably, it'll probably be a snore. Roman will get booed out of the building when he wins. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do as well. It's. Yeah, when you come to the fact that you see a WrestleMania, you think the Undertaker matches the snore, it's the piss, another piss break. There's something wrong. Mm. So, to, to be honest with you, the build hasn't been that bad, but you just you can just see the result coming a mile off. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm going to call that shit. I'm not even going to talk about it for long. No, <laughs> I'm not. And then the main event. Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. If this lasts longer than four minutes, I'll be shocked. <laughs> it apparently is. Apparently it's meant to go between five and ten minutes. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's double his whole career since he left. Since uh, 2003, isn't it? Um, yeah, it was. Um, actually, Lesnar, Mania 20, so that'll be 2004. Well, yeah, well, 2004 then. So that'll yeah. be the longest he's... Yeah, it'll be double his, his work rate for, what, fucking 14 years, 13 years? Right, here's what I think. Right, It's obvious that Brock's going to beat Goldberg. And do you know what they've got adver- Do you know what they've got booked as the main event of next year's WrestleMania? I, go on, go for it. Strap yourselves in. It's a rematch from WrestleMania 31. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Oh no! Yeah, they're try- <laughs> They think it's third time lucky to try and coronate Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania. Fuck that! <laughs> Fuck that! But you know what? It could, it could work in sort of like a really decent um, year-long program because you could have um, you'll have Brock win. You could have the Authority faction try and take the title off of Lesnar. So you've got matches with Lesnar against Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens, and you can even work in a um, you can even work in the storyline with Kevin Owens of he's trying to preserve his spot as being the longest reigning universal champion of all time mm-hmm. into their match. And then you can even do sort of like a Royal Rumble um, showdown between Brock and Finn if he does, if he were to turn heel and join up with the authority. Yeah. You can make that last throughout the entire year and just be like, fucking hell, none of our guys can get the job done. Who is going to be the guy to take the belt off of Brock? And then you have Roman win the Royal Rumble. As much as that is going to suck, but, you know, it seems to be a given. And you have Brock and Roman in the main event of Mania next year. You have not only um, Roman Reigns turn heel, but you also have Paul Heyman turn heel, join up with um, Screw Lesnar, join up with Roman, and then both Roman and Heyman as his advocate join up with the authority. And then that cements your Roman Reigns heel turn. That would be nice. I'd like that. It would be nice, but the possibility of that happening is... Slim. Slim. Yeah. Very slim. Um, as for this match, like I say... Um... It'll, it'll, it, do you know what? It'll probably be a shit. Yeah, it'll, just, I think it'll be a shit. Just, beca- just yep. because, you know, Goldberg is more than likely to get hurt. And I don't see... <sighs> yeah. Goldberg's more than likely to hurt, and if an injured man's going to attempt to wrestle, then it's it's not going to be good. No, so I, yeah, I think it'll be uh, make get your coats on, lads. We're going home, sort of thing. Well, I'd, I wouldn't go that far. I'd just be like, no point in hand, hanging around for anything uh, after the match is finished. Yeah, this is true. Pretty much go. Yeah, pretty much go. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a shit. I'm not even going to um, sit on the fence and say touching cloth. It's a it's a shit. So, uh, overall, what do you think the Mania's going to be like as a rating? <sighs> on paper, 
Does it look special? I think it's going to be. <sighs> this is the thing. A lot of the card. A lot of the card is looking between average and below average. There's a couple of potential really good matches, but I think it's like you say, Paul. I don't think it's going to be an absolute, an unbelievably special WrestleMania. No, I, just, I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be on par with WrestleMania 29. Not good, not great, just serviceable. Just there. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, I'll agree with that. I mean, WrestleMania usually is, you know, there's something on there for you to watch. Uh-huh. Usually. I mean, there's a couple of matches out here that stand out slightly, but I'm not being funny, but there's a couple of... with On that note as well, if you're going in expecting... You know, if you if you're going in expecting caviar and you get thrown French fries, you're going to be disappointed. Well, I'm not expecting caviar, so yeah, I'm not really going to be disappointed. This is it. So if you're going with them, um, obviously I haven't got much expectations for this show. So no, you know, I, I could hope I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Um, something things else. Gonna, things can only be better. Yeah, things can only get better. And on that bombshell. Um, I'm actually surprised that we've been running this long and we're still going. Um, mm. I think we better start wrapping up the show. Yes. Uh, are you guys you still think? with us, Alan? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, Xander. Yep. I do well, apologise. I did Xander. warn you. Be- I did. I did warn you before the show restarted. The back end's going to be very wrestling heavy. Xander, I would just like to apologise for just you know talking about stuff that. <laughs> you have no interest in for yeah. I'm, I'm going to apologise on that as well, but it's only once a year, so <laughs> so mm. so. All right, we'll do a Formula One review at the end of the year and bore the piss out of everyone else. Under yeah, it's all right. You can just talk about Formula One for like an hour and a half, and I'll just doodle about on the phone. That sounds good to me. <laughs> just, you don't even have to. You don't even have to stick to Formula One. You can talk about like motor motorsport or. Stuff at Le Mans, anything twenty four hour. I don't mind. They say Alan would be into that as well. So, yep. so well, Alan, 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 and me can just sort of like interspice the chat with just playing Mass Effect. That sounds good. We can do like a <laughs> yeah. You can do it. What I'm doing at the moment. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm on that massive bombshell dedication to the show. I'm going to wrap it up there. Thank you guys for staying around. Well, thank no you very worries. much for having me on, as always. That's all right. You're always welcome, Lewis. Um, sorry, if I, uh, sorry if I bored the tits off of some people, but I just have to get it off my chest. That's and all right. Like, like Paul says, it's only once a year. So Yeah, it's once a year. We'll do a review, uh, a rundown for WrestleMania, see what's going to happen. Coxie is going to do the uh, review for WrestleMania. You can catch his podcast at The Lost Art of Wrestling. Just search for it on YouTube, Spreaker, Facebook. Uh, he has a Twitter angle. I think it's at Lost Art Re- Lost Art of Wrestling. Uh, he's also don't got his our video. Yeah, don't forget our video at the RAD Podcast uh, YouTube channel. Also find us on Facebook. You obviously I've always mentioned YouTube. You find us on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, and basically anywhere else you can find good podcasts. Um, if, you're on, if you're on iTunes and listening for the first time, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you'll know, so you'll get the episode first when it comes out. Yeah, and give us a review while we're at it. It helps us get some notoriety and gets more eyes on us, and hopefully make us grow as a, a, a little podcast. 
Well, the more five stars that we get, even though even if it isn't a five star show, the more we'll get noticed. Yes, and we'll appreciate it. And um, as a nice thank you, if you leave us a review, we will give you a shout out. Um, while we're at it, um, I was hoping Coxie would be here so he could plug himself. But yeah, follow the Lost Art of Podcasting. You find them, like I say, on Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere else you can find good podcasts. You can find them on Facebook and follow them at Lost Art Podcasting. Um, I think that's it. Now, unless you guys have anything else you want to plug. Oh. Right, in that case, we're all going to fuck off and get some sleep. I'm going to go to the toilet before I shit myself. So other than that... <laughs> he's literally... He's touching... Clock. I am literally... I am I am almost doing the actual thing. I will be, you know, my opinion of the Roman Reigns and Undertaker match. And on that bombshell, I am leaving. I am Paul, the hat guy Flinders. I'm Al Morrison. I'm tired. <laughs> and I'm the... I'm the mortified penguin's little bitch. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you and good night, good morning, good afternoon, or whatever it is you're listening. Bye. 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 Bye.